I will kill you as you fall asleep. Please. Please, I will kill you someday as I sleep. My pet me while I fall asleep and kill you. <laughs> How old is your cat, bro? With the evil evil eyes. It's probably 14. 14? Yeah, I got it in 2003. So how many years does it have left of a li- of cat life expectancy? I don't know. Like uh, cats usually don't live forever. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Dude. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. My my grandma had a cat that lived to 22. Shit. Um, but most cats probably between 10 and you know 12. That's tragic, bro. It's usually less, obviously, for outdoor cats. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like seven or eight years usually. Yeah. But um, obviously, this cat is indoors. And, uh, has the physique of an indoor cat, too, by the yeah, way. She's yeah, she's well-fed. And I don't know. I think maybe that's the thing. I give her so much love that it, it keeps her alive, you know? Should we call PETA? <laughs> Should we call PETA? I don't know. PETA actually says that you shouldn't have pets. You know, like certain PETA advocates, they're all about, like, you know, not imprisoning any animal. You know, mm-hmm. they don't want you to have any domesticated animal at all. Mm-hmm. They should all run free. You know, they should all have their own bank accounts and be able to marry and stuff and, you know, everything that people should have. I completely agree. They should be able to marry. (laughs) They should be able to have bank accounts. They should be able to live lives. Have you seen people that, like, marry their pets? They have, like, weddings for their pets? I've seen those. Did you see uh, see that Broad City episode? No. Yeah, they just had a Broad City episode. I just watched it. I think it was, like, Mm -hmm. 2014 where two guys married their their dogs. Wait, a gay couple married their dogs? A gay couple. Not to the dogs. Not to the dogs, but the two dogs. I don't believe it now. Exactly. I don't buy it now. You live here (laughs) in the area of downtown Long Beach that is mostly, Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't say mostly, but Mm -hmm. it's largely um, homosexual population. You know how many times I've heard while walking by a bus stop, suck my cock? Uh, none. I'm not gonna say none. None. That's all I was gonna say. I was gonna say you none. No. How many times? I'd say at least two or three. But to you, I don't know if it's to me. Oh, I didn't make it. You know, I didn't find out. You, you didn't want to investigate no, where that where it was coming from. I wasn't like, hey, uh, who's who are you talking to? Yeah, me. <laughs> why'd you change your voice like that? Like, why why'd you have to make it a well, gay voice? I, I had to be innocent. You oh, know, like, why, why are you talking to me? It's like Daryl. Mm-hmm. Use your real voice. Mm. Hey, why are you talking to me? You talking Fuck. to me? Oh mm-hmm. man. You know what? Living around here, because I used to live in this area, yeah, um, I, it used to bring up my uh, my self esteem up so high because every bar that I would go to, I'm considered a bear. Yes, here in this part of Long Beach. Yeah, yeah, and I would get. Is that bu- like a good thing? Or? It's a great thing for your yeah. self esteem. Mm. For your butthole, not so much. <laughs> but I'm saying that you know you're having your self esteem every time you go into a bar, and you know as soon as you sit down, having three drinks brought to you by three different other. You know, kinds awesome. of homo. Yeah, dude, it just brings up your, your self esteem like crazy. My wife didn't like it at the beginning, but then she started drinking those drinks, so she loved it after a while. So it was just like, you <laughs> like know you were there with your wife, and you yeah. keep getting all these free drinks. Yeah, sweet. And, yeah, and she doesn't like go over to these gay guys and go, "Hey, he's with me." Yeah, she did that because a couple of times the smoke was coming out of the drink. Mm. I'm pretty sure that's not what's supposed to happen and shit. And it yeah, looked, is yeah. that like a sign of the roofie? Yeah, I think that's it, and it changes <laughs> colors, you know, and. Um, so, yeah. I always thought like the roofies were supposed to like make the drink not look like it's been tainted or anything. You know, it's supposed to be like you don't know that this drink has been altered at all. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. But a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the people around here do crystal meth, mm-hmm. and when you're on crystal meth, you really don't check the purity of the drugs and roofies Ugh. that you're buying. So it might be back alley roofies, and it's just like you know what? You just throw it in there, and it smokes, and it yeah. changes colors and stuff like that. So I'm assuming that has a little bit to do with it. The crystal meth. Do you think you that know? like the like the guy, the scientist? 
that first created Rufinol. Do you think it was like that same scene in Love Potion number nine, except like this is the evil version Hold of up. Love? I, I've, I've never seen Love Potion. What? Nine. Oh, it's a good movie with okay. Tate Donovan and an early Sandra Bullock. Sandy B? Yep, Sandy uh, B. She's in this movie with uh, Tate Donovan and they're both scientists, and they create a love potion. You know, basically, you know, if they take this potion, anytime when they speak to people, the first words that they say to anybody, you know, that makes them instantly fall in love with them. Okay. So, okay. like, and obviously this is like a, you know, a crazy early 90s rom-com. So this was pre-Demolition Man of for course. Sandy B. Yeah, this was like her pretty big movie, like, for her. Okay. And uh, it's a good movie. Watch it. I think it's on HBO. Is it on Netflix? Probably. Okay, Who that's knows? what I'm saying. It's easy to find. But here's the thing. The Rufinol version of the same movie is the same, like, but it's evil. Like, he's not, they're not, like, making a love potion where it's like, oh, we'll have these people fall in love with us. No, it's like, we'll make this pill and they'll knock out so we can fuck them. Raw, <laughs> you know, no lube, no yeah. nothing, just the evil type of intention. What if we intentions? just, like, yeah, we don't need them to fall in love with us. We need them to just not be conscious. Yeah. And I imagine them using the, the term cum dumpster for some reason. It's just like, that sounds so horrible, bro. It's just like, you yeah, know, like, yeah. Like roof and all, yeah. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> On the bottom, translated, cum dumpster. It's like, ah, oh, what? This is not something I want to take my kids to. This is not the rom com that I said. Yeah, up rated, for G. rated G. What? What? This is me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Daryl Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. Dude That's Hanging Out With, a lovely guy that I've known from pretty much day one of the open mic scene. I'm talking about my good friend, Anthony Mojica. Yeah. Good friend? Yes. I literally consider you one of my best friends, bro. Best friend, compadre, compadre uh, yeah. amigo. Yeah. 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 Uh, how would you say it in, uh, you know, Antonio Banderas' voice? Este es mi amigo. Uno de mis mejores amigos. Que oh, man. Uh, muy caliente. Get off off the floor, Daryl. You keep slipping <laughs> mm. with your moistness every time I use my Spanish voice. Yes. Yeah. I wish I could sound sexy saying Spanish. You know, I always sound like a gringo uh, when it comes to talking in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, I talk about it on stage a few times, but also I only know like the horrible phrases that you could never say in Spanish to somebody yeah. without sounding, you know, creepy or like, you know, offensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me gusta comer el culo. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that, which basically means I like to eat ass. Cool. Right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Mm, me gusta. Hell yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Butter, syrup, or jelly? <laughs> which is your choice of uh, ass uh, ingredients that you can put on there to make it taste better? Yeah, I talked about it uh, where the first phrase I learned in Spanish when I was uh, in Spanish one class in high school was tienes chichis es muy grande. Uh, which means your titties are very big. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but as a 16-year-old, I'm like, yes, I need to learn this phrase. This yeah. is going to be hilarious. Yeah. But then later on, in retrospect, I'm like, why would a man need to learn this? Yeah. Like, why would I want to tell this to a woman? Right. <laughs> on, on that subject, before I forget, because I forget a lot of different type of things, when you were saying about being 16 years old, being a kid, we grew up in the era where emails were just starting. 
mm-hmm. and you you get to choose your own emails and how re, how stupid and yes. how how funny we thought those names were which yes. unfortunately i just went about a week ago and someone asked me for my email and i still have the same email address that That's i did tight. when i was about 15 16 years old and now i'm like maybe i should change that it's i don't think if i could send that and put it on my resume <laughs> and what that i will it? get hired well i mean it says toner charmer mm. you know which is you know which is basically I mean, my first name and charmer it's not that bad but yeah. before that you hear people like titty splooge 69 mm-hmm. or you know or something like that which was hilarious mine was yeah. literally d to the w 420 yeah yeah so <laughs> do you still have that no of course not i do not have that yeah. still yeah. but i bet it still gets uh emails to it i'm pretty sure you still get uh adult <laughs> friend finder emails that, that you know to that email and stuff so, i'm yeah. i'm definitely um feeling like i need to uh, purge or dump a few emails that i do have nothing comes there that i need <laughs> yeah yeah but i still have it i don't know why would you care to uh it's like my burner email like if i have to like give it out to things that i don't really want to give it out to yeah. i'll give it to this thing yeah, but can you give me an example of something that you keep getting that you're like, wait a minute, I don't really like getting emails from this company. It does oh, nothing for yeah, me. Oh, yeah, like dick pills. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or like remortgaging my house. And yeah. I'm like, I don't even own a house. <laughs> oh, this beautiful apartment. You could remortgage that. Right. Yeah, which by the way, man, this apartment, I don't know if you mentioned it, it's pretty freaking badass. You're, you're nice, single thanks. now, right? Yes, I am single. Yeah. Um, I've been single for the last, so I guess according to this podcast, at least three or four months. Yeah. But I don't have any ill will towards her, at least uh, not on this podcast. <laughs> not when the mics are hot. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we just parted ways. Um, but I'm not saying it's uh, been, you know, a, a great gravy train of puss afterwards. It's definitely been like um, I'm alone. I've been alone a lot. <laughs> I can basically say whatever I want. I enjoy this segment. being alone, but I've yeah. definitely been by myself most of the time. So I could definitely say whatever I want in this segment of the podcast because it's going to be deleted or, or erased oh, uh, yeah, later no, 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 on. No. We went down this rabbit hole with Daryl. He's got a tear running this. down his cheek. Not really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'm. <laughs> Yeah, go on. Say whatever you'd like. No, no, I was just going to say it's weird because you live two blocks away from some of my good friends. They live in the lofts right here. Like, Are they single? They're actually together. Two women, they're uh, they're together. Mm. So, yeah, they're great. One of them is Joby and Eileen. They're, they're awesome. By the way, plug, plug. like a, a dude to get into the mix? or No, no, not, not at all, bro. They're, oh, okay. they're not into that type of stuff. Got you know? it. I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, their type is more, say no more. Puerto Rican, uh, you know, uh, gardener <laughs> type of stuff. No, but what I'm saying is it's right a couple of blocks down here. Those apartments are beautiful. They're lofts. Yeah. They're very expensive. Tell, I mean, yeah, everybody exactly where I live. Yeah. Well, I haven't given out any addresses. No, I just no, said no, no, lofts no. and apartments, yeah, Daryl. Man, no, yeah. I do live in the nice neighborhood. You though, do live in a nice sure. neighborhood. What I'm saying is they have so many great amenities. They have a gym in there. They have parking, of course. The white guilt comes completely free of charge and stuff, you know? Cause, um, but yeah. yeah, man, it's it's awesome living around here, man. And like you said, this is a largely gay population in this area. And it's yeah. just so welcoming. We want to come back. We used to live around here. Now we live in... Uh, we had to move back to South Central Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandparents are doing so well, so we're helping them out. No, They're helping us you're out. Moving too. up. Yeah, I guess. I guess you can say I'm moving up. A lot of like, people would say I'm moving down, but up uh, north. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, but yeah, man, it's weird living around there, man. Uh, I'm Latino, Salvadoran, but. Man, everywhere you go around there, you hear Mexican polka, and that's one of those yeah. things that I'm like, wow, dude. Like, the ranchero music. Yeah, man, I've never gotten into that, man. It's just one. Of, it's the type of music that gets me a little angry just listening to it. And over there, you would hear you hear it everywhere. Bro. Well, you seem to only hear it before six. Before six o'clock, yes, and yeah. then after and then after midnight and shit. Those mm-hmm. are the times where it, where that's it goes. Really, on. between midnight and six a.m., that's when you're hearing it the most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and they they like to bump it, bro. It's not mm-hmm. one of those things to where they could put it inside their home and they're gonna. No, no did they have to put a humongous uh, DJ speaker yeah. that that's Slayer uses yeah. on tour, of course, outside of it, and it's they like 
they're the one person that needs to make this whole block hear it. Yeah. So it's like, well, we're just making the whole block hear it. I mean, their their ultimate goal is to have every car alarm uh, yeah. go off in that you know mm-hmm. that one mile radius. And everybody must love it, right? Uh, you no. know, <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, some of them do. I don't personally. Do you think yeah. the person that is playing the music loves it? <laughs> Either that, I'm thinking, or they're just doing it for spite. It could be one of they're those just, things. Yes. It's almost like, don't come around here. Uh, Latinos are here. Yeah, man. And I'm a Latino, but, you know, I don't like that type of music. I'll listen to cumbias, and those are great. So and you're basically telling them, like, okay, it's, if you're going to be playing music, play at least good music. Exa- that's exactly <laughs> my point, bro. If you're going to play good music, I have no beef with you, man. Uh, you know, that we'll, we'll be friends. Oh! Así se sacude el acordeón, compadre. You're gonna put some Morrissey on there, or whatever. Why don't you like leave him a list of like, hey man, why don't you change it up? Yeah, man. I'll give him a playlist. That's that. I'll, I will take that. I will go ahead and I will make him a playlist and <laughs> through Spotify yes. or Apple iTunes. Yes. Maybe they'll be able to get it. Now, what are all these like Ranchero songs mainly about? Drugs, trucks, women, and guns. Because that's what so I'm if you can, if you like can put those four like, things. If you can put four, those four things in yeah. a song, you will have a million dollar seller. So I'm driving in a truck, hauling drugs with my bitch. But have it be in Spanish. And with a gun. With a gun. Yeah. I'm and holding. I have tons of guns Yo in my hand. una pistola con mi troca. Okay. Y mi mujer teniendo dinero. Yeah, that's basically... I just yes. made one, bro. Sing. Oh, my God. That's dude. Yeah. 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 That's it, okay, bro. okay. Sing in Spanish. Um, and I'll, I'll put in a, a ranchero beat later. But you can sing... Um, I'm sitting in my truck hauling tons of drugs and guns with my bitch in the back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and a one, and a two, and a. Sentando en mi troca, jalando las drogas, atrás de mi vieja, con tetas bien grande. Échale, <laughs> Joey! <laughs> I think that's what you wanted, bro. Hell I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Dude, if you make money off of that shit, I want a piece of it and stuff. Shit. Well, I mean, you basically gave me the inspiration uh, for yeah. what to write, and then you also, you know, put it in Spanish. So I'll say it's at least, you know, half yours. The weird part about that is if you if you listen to country music nowadays, like a Toby mm-hmm. Keith or whatever, yes. that's basically going to be the same thing. If yeah. you say it in English <laughs> and you do that, it's basically the same thing. So maybe I just don't like country music yeah. at all. Even I would, though I listen to Johnny Cash, <laughs> and I love Johnny Cash, but that's a different type of uh, of uh, country music than it is right now. I'm I was thinking about it, too. Like uh, I, was, I was trying to do it on stage, but I haven't done it yet, where uh, you know, Lady Antebellum, they sing a song called... Uh, I need you now. Okay. And it's all about like, it's a duet from like the guy and girl talking about like, it's late at night and I'm drunk and I just, you know, shouldn't call you, but I know I'm going to call you and I, cause I, I just need you, you know, it's just this, like the whole lyrics are just them like another shot of whiskey. It's one thirty. I shouldn't call you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, this is a country song, but if it straight up took, if you took all the lyrics and put it to a fucking like hip hop beat. Yeah. It'd be a fucking sweet hip hop song. Like this would be fucking Drake's or like Kendrick Lamar's like next biggest hit. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would be Kendrick Lamar or Drake because I don't think that, that type of. Music. But yeah, dude, it's just the same thing. Now, do we? So sound it was like old a soft R and B, and he was just talking about like it's one thirty, and I need you now. Mm, yeah. mm, mm, those are mm, slow mm. jams, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. so it has to be like R Kelly or like Jodeci. Uh, I think that or, would be more Jodeci or bro. just Joe. Joe, yeah, true. Have you heard of just Joe? Yeah, he, but he doesn't. Has he made anything new? No, no. I know back then. Yeah, he would come out. It was that one. I wanna know. I wanna know. I like to know. So I can be 
just thinking about a bunch of like baby making music. Baby making music, yeah. Yeah, I love uh, a lot of those old uh, R&B, like, 90s stuff. Did you used to listen to Power 106? They used to have called the Slow Jam Show, 11 yeah. o'clock at night. I still want to find the, yeah. the, the beginning of I that. We the, were talking about it the last time you were on here. Yeah, but they, they had a, a, a intro to it, which yeah. I still have never found. I tried to find it. I didn't think I found when when we were talking about it last time. Yeah. Because Anthony, I think he's the most returning guest here. Yeah. Uh, nice. He's been on this show quite a bit. If you guys uh, haven't checked him out. Uh, definitely check out all of his previous episodes. But we've talked about uh, – he's also a guest with a lot of other people too. Yeah. But we, we talked about it last time I think with Felipe. Okay. Where he was – yeah, where you guys were wanting to like find the slow jam yeah, <laughs> yeah, intro. Yeah, And now I just remember It's not it. online. You can't find nah, it. Oh man. Wow. Like – and too bad you can't like sing it into Shazam where it's like, okay, it sounded kind of like this, Shazam. Yeah. And then like they're Which like, is, oh, yeah. That sounds nothing like it, by the what way. What does so it sound like? It goes – Dude, but a much sexier way and with a you know with a deeper bass line i'm assuming you know. yeah something like yeah something like that yeah but it's just I'm, i know that's for a song I, I know it's not just a clip they made a clip for that i know it was an entire song dude and if Obviously, i could find that yeah. bro and if i listen to it while my wife is around we're having baby number three yeah. i'm pretty sure yeah because yeah exactly because that thing is just too freaking sweet man but um Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to mm-hmm. find a way. You know what I did find online, though? The old Sobe commercials. Yeah. You remember? It's like it's yes. like a Latin guy with the yes. ponytail playing the guitar. Those things are all, always hilarious, bro. They're all on YouTube. <laughs> and I just shit my pants laughing, dude. Or the old, uh, it was, I think, a, a Puma or an Adidas commercial. Yeah, man, just just going back. Just, just freaking crazy, man. You could find anything on YouTube, except, obviously, for that beat for the no, slow jams. Slow jams no. You know? Damn it. I feel like always with inventions and any type of like, you know, thing that helps society, there's those, you know, good things that come from it and then the evil things that come from it. The Republican side of it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yes, every Republican Yeah, like how can I make money off of this, killing as many people as I can, ruining mm-hmm. as many lives as I can, as long yes. as it benefits me. Yeah. How That's can I, thing. yeah. How can I profit off this exactly. instead of it having it just be helping humanity? In the worst, <laughs> most painful way that'll ruin lives, as many lives as it can type of way. Yeah. I yeah. Get that. Yeah. There's always that with everything. I mean, can you think of anything that is you think would ever have just gone from good to great without having those type of drawbacks? Um, I don't know. Like, in a weird way, like, the guy that invented dynamite, Nobel, I think that's his name. He's the guy that made the Nobel Peace Prize. Which is, uh, is that kind of so, a, like he, a dichotomy, I think you would call? He, like, created, uh, you know, dynamite or figured out how to, like, you know, sustain it and hold it and make it, you know, so you could carry it and do all the things that dynamite does murder people (laughs) but obviously he originally created it so he could do it for like demolition purposes you know trying to like create like you know ways of getting through like mines and stuff and like it was all about like uh you know industrial purposes like how do we get through this mountain to make a train tunnel or something you know well we blow it up (laughs) dynamite was perfect for that of course so and it obviously for a lot of people and for a lot of those purposes people are like this is awesome thank you for inventing this (laughs) but clearly since it's dynamite it's a shitload of like oh that sucks like 
a lot of people are not here because of your invention. <laughs> well, this is the thing. When people, if you mention dynamite to me, I immediately think of tragedies and you right. know blown limbs and stuff. I don't think as right. somebody building something out of a mountaintop by blowing it up. That's not my first thing. The first thing is the horrible side of it. Cause, right. Yeah, so. so that's the thing. So in, while knowing that fact, he decided like, well, I'm going to take all of my like you know fortune from from the dynamite and put it towards this like peace prize to try to promote like, hey guys. Still try to invent stuff for this, you know, in a weird way, no pun intended, noble reason, you yeah. know, or for the good Nobel of humanity. reason. Yeah. yeah, for the good of humanity, yeah. And forget yeah. about all the atrocities that my product that I invented mm-hmm. has caused over the years, but try to do something positive. And if you do do something well and we commend you for it, we'll give you a prize, you know, we can, and this fortune has now paid for all these prizes, you know, what is over the prize? years. I'm, pr- I'm pretty I sure that there's a, money involved. It's over in it, a million right? or two million dollars, you know. So you get a Nobel Peace Prize and two million dollars. Yeah, easily. Million. That's what Easily. I was wondering, because all I hear about is the Nobel Peace Prize. But, but it's really about it. not about the money, because obviously a lot of these, like, you know, research uh, things that people have done to get these prizes have cost way more than two million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're getting, you know, grants and funding through, you know, obviously mostly universities and private funders. Uh, a lot of people, I would put my money towards that. If I had millions of extra dollars, I would, and some people were trying to like, you know, find a cure for certain things or find like, you know, a way to teleport. I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Man, I would, if they were to invent a teleport machine, I would never do it. I've seen the movie, the fly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think the, they would get the Nobel peace prize if they invented the teleporter? Yeah. But I don't think it's feasible. I really don't think it's going to no. be able to be done. I mean, it's science fiction movies and all these type of things saying that it's gonna, it's inevitable. Right. I just don't believe they could find a way of putting that person into a machine and the exact same person coming out without having some sort of horrendous defect is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. They're, it does seem I like odd. Could be that way. No. Yeah. I mean, that's probably going to be like some sort of, uh, you know, gene malady that happens right after that. Yeah, I don't, I don't trust that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I'm good. There's a lot of different movies that do that uh, transferring or like uh, not just the fly. Uh, a lot of people forget that one scene in Willy Wonka where uh, Mike TV gets sent from like, you know, this one part of the room and then he goes through like the like airwaves and then he ends up in the TV. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, you're not a big uh, Willy Wonka fan. I did. I did like the original. It scared the shit out of me. Of course. What and- if you instead of having transporters had something like what Futurama had, and it's like tubes. You know, giant tubes that you just get transported from. Like the ones they used to use in mailrooms. Yeah. Yeah, those type of tubes. Yeah, mailroom tubes, but instead of the mail, you're you're sending people. It's, your, it's yourself. I I would try it. I've yeah. gone to Magic Mountain before. I've Hell gone yeah. Rides before. I would try it. I am all about trying to find a way to get through life not being the person behind my vehicle. Like, I don't want to drive anymore. I don't feel like, uh, you know, I recently, oh, no joke, got pulled over. What? Yeah. Coming home from a mic. I've driven home with you But I totally didn't even do anything wrong, and obviously I'm here unharmed. I think it's partly because I'm white. Yeah. But it's obviously because I wasn't like an asshole either and not drunk. I think that's the big key. That's the big thing, yeah. Is like I, but I was coming home from this mic that obviously was a bar, and it wasn't even that late. It was probably like right before nine o'clock. Okay. And he gave me some BS that I didn't like completely stop at the stoplight. Or I mean, California roll. I did like no, but here's the thing: like the bar had goes onto this like little side street, and then from the side street you go onto the main street. So from the side street to the main street, he said that I didn't stop completely, even though there's no stop sign. There's just you just it's just a street that you go on. Yeah. 
and I totally looked and there was nobody there. And I totally like get into the left lane and he gets right behind me and I'm totally thinking like, oh, I'm getting pulled over. And then as soon as I start to like, as soon as the green light turns on, his lights turn on too. And I'm like, hell yeah, I'm getting pulled over, but not in a good way. Like (laughs) what good way is getting pulled over? It's not hell yeah. It's like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I knew it, but fuck, I knew it. Who was Ellie, by the way? I don't know. You just, you just <laughs> Ellie for some yeah, reason. Just Ellie. Like, there's nobody next to me in this car just by myself. But Ellie, I'm getting pulled over. Anyhow, yeah. But then he pulls me over, and then I'm totally like prepared and have like my registration, my insurance, like my ID and everything already. Like I turn my lights off and my keys and everything. And go like, what's the problem, officer? Wham. Yeah. And he's totally like. Oh, yeah, giving me this spiel that I didn't stop all the way. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't notice that there was no stop sign there. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. And then he runs my shit. And then he's like, hey, I know you were coming home from a bar. So uh, what's up with that? How much have you had to drink? And I said, only one beer, sir. Yeah. Which was totally true. Uh-huh. And obviously he gave me this like little like pencil test from like the, the seat of my car. Where he made me like kind of hang my head out the window, and then he like made me follow like the pen with my eyes, and then he was like, "Okay, you're cool," and then he let me go. Even then, it was still one of those things where you're like, "I, I had a clenched butthole the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I knew I was safe. I knew I wasn't like doing anything wrong. Yeah. But he could have ruined my life <laughs> real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. Hell yeah. yeah! If I got sent in uh, to jail that night, not even being like drunk, but just having to be there, yeah. It would have sucked. I could have lost a job. I could have done a lot of other things that would have sucked. Yeah. I mean, uh, I've gotten, I, I get pulled over by the cops a lot. I mean, of course, this is a podcast, so you can't see. I'm, I'm heavily tattooed and, and, uh, and brown. So I get pulled over a lot. You yeah. know? So I know, I know what to do. You take out your keys. You take out your wallet. You put your hands outside of the car. Wait for the cop to come in. Uh, so I'm used to everything. Uh, the last time that I got stopped, my wife was with me. My wife is Irish, by the way, very pale. You know, she looks Irish. She's a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that type. So, but, yeah, exactly. So as soon as a cop comes, I do all that sort of stuff. He tells me to get out of the car, puts me, he frisks me, puts me in the back of the squad car, mm-hmm. which I'm used to. Happens all the time. Yeah. And my wife starts. It sounds to get, like the beginning of a porno. It did. I mean, uh, if you go on browsers, you can probably see footage of it mm-hmm. or something. But um, my wife gets really angry. She's all like, "Why are they doing this to you?" I'm like, "Babe, please be quiet before they plant something on me. They're gonna put, you know, uh, you know." <laughs> Coke. They're gonna put OJ's glove in my car. I don't yeah, know what the fuck is gonna happen. Dick. Yeah, something. And she's all like, "No, don't do this. It's not right." He didn't do anything. I'm like, "Babe, please be quiet. They're gonna do something to me. I don't want to go to jail tonight because I got you know fantasy football tomorrow to, to you know to, to do." But <laughs> I'm not be able to pick my dude. exactly. Come on, come on, uh, Antonio Brown. You need to score a touchdown this week. <laughs> but um, so I'm used to that. But my wife got so angry, and I'm just like, "Wow, it's true." Because whenever I see a cop, I don't feel safe. I actually feel angry, and I feel you know. Uh, that they're going to do something to me, which is the way that you shouldn't feel around police officers. Yeah. I'm, yeah. You it's should never feel safe like, them. oh boy, the cops are here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thank God for a cop. No, it's always like, fucking hell, dude. There's a cop around here. God Jesus damn Christ. it. Like, fuck what? this guy. You know? Where it's did like, he come from? Exactly, man. Where did this fucker come from? Jesus, man. But yeah, it's, it's always been something to where I've never felt right around cops. I, my grandmother taught me that. But my grandmother hates right. the cops. She I know. Grew, grew up every time she's the cops. Motherfucking cops. Fucking shit. I'm like, damn, grandma. 
You know, that's that's. <laughs> Your crazy. grandma was like slinging or like. Yeah, dude. She was, I'm not gonna say slinging, but uh, what was she slinging? Drugs, pussy? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> she she's a, she was a, she's a nice you know Salvadoran woman. The only problem is that she would see the cops constantly beating on my father. Yeah, my dad was one of the guys that he grew up mm. in a rough part of the you know of Los Angeles, and whenever the cops would come around, they would fuck with them just for no reason. Just come by. We grew up in Rampart area around the same time where all that shit happened, where all these movies have been based off on like Training Day. You know, the Shield TV shows. They just impose their power. Yeah, that's all they do. They just fuck with you for no reason. And you you end up hating them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that all cops are bad. But I I read something as Chappelle said that, you know, you know, why why aren't the good cops, you know, singling out the bad cops? Because if they do that, they're going to get fired or they're going to get, you know, let go. So they don't do it in the first place. They're considered the rats. Yeah, so they're harboring these type of individuals and the force that ruins it for everyone. You know? Well, it's like all about trying to shut down organized crime, but they're organized criminals yeah. too. Like, they're the biggest gang yeah, in, in the world. Exactly. You know? They're like the government's gang. Exactly, <laughs> man. All these all these people that you see that are, are fighting for good, they end up getting fucked over by the cops, getting their yeah. lives ruined, either dying or or rotting in jail, bro. Right. You know, and it's just like, wow, why the hell would they do that? It's basically just get on the right side of the what gang you want to be. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's one thing. Like when I was growing up, now I wish I would have been a police officer, so I would have been rich. You mm-hmm. know. You know, just steal everyone's fucking drugs and everyone's money right, that I could, right. you know? I knew so many um, security guards at Disneyland. First of all, you worked at Disneyland. For I did a work at Disneyland. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So you know all the behind-the-scenes stuff at Oh, Disneyland, totally. Right? Where is uh, uh, Walt Disney's head? I think it's actually at the top of the Matterhorn. Okay. Uh, in a cryogenic, so it matters. like, frozen jar. Okay. Yeah, like, so his head matters. So they put it on top of the Matterhorn. Mm-hmm. Some sort of pun that only Disney gets. Yeah, you have to, like, go through the uh, the... Matterhorn monster that uh, you the know, Yeti, the Yeti. Uh-huh. You have to walk past that, and he's the one that's guarding the head itself. Oh wow! Yeah, I L- did not, not know a lot that. of people thank know you. that. Yeah, no, thank you. Now a lot of people okay. do. All the people that listen to your podcast are going to know <laughs> yeah. that Walt Disney heads matter because uh, he's at the top of the Matterhorn, getting blocked by a Yeti. And and when people be, when when we're able to bring back humans, he's definitely the first one that we're bringing back. I don't think they should though. Didn't he hate <clears throat> Jews? But it's going to be back. But it'll be back in chic to hate Jews. When he gets, you know, that far in the future. Well, I don't even know when that's coming back into vogue or into fashion. Like you're saying, I love Jewish people. You know, sometime in the future, it's going to be cool to hate Jews again. Ah, Daryl. Now we're getting into the darkness side of your brain tonight. (laughs) I don't think there should. There's that day will never, ever come. No, okay, no, so. probably not. Well, okay, Trump's well, then America. I guess we're never, never bringing Walt Disney back. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I just, yeah, he's already, I, I think it's Michael Eisner who, who no, succeeded it's, it's, him. Who is it now? It's way somebody else. I don't even yeah. know. I don't even know, but it's not It's not Eisner anymore. Oh, man. All right, so we were talking about security guards working at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So I knew a, a, at least four dudes that would find kids, you know, clearly, like, you know, hiding in, you know, the bushes over near, like, big thunder mountain or just in the general area of just out of the way just you know smoking okay, okay. you know smoking weed or whatever yeah, yeah and they would totally like you know catch them and pull them aside you know usually backstage so it looked like it was like oh they're in trouble because they're outside the magic yeah, yeah. and now they're like you know totally shit in their pants and then they give them this like stern talking to like you know you know what i could do i could call the cops and i could get all your parents here and blah 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 <laughs> Do all this shit, and then he's like, but you know what I'm going to do? Instead of all that, I'm just going to take it, and then, like, you know, basically let you go. But don't ever do this again, boys. Yeah. This is ruin your life. Yeah. And then they would take that weed and then go smoke it. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's that sounds like it. Don't ruin your lives and become a security guard at Disneyland yeah. and shit type of Don't thing. Don't be yeah. me. Don't be me, all right? I'm going to smoke it for you so I can tell you how bad your life is going to be when you get older, okay? This is your future, sir or son, if yeah. you keep doing this. If, if you're going down a path, you're going to end up like this, exactly. this guy. You're going to be on the other side of this. Would you don't want to be on the other side of this. Would that be a good PSA? It's like, don't smoke weed or else you're going to end up being a security guard in the happiest place on earth and shit. Like, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't want to like, smoke weed anymore, Mom. Yeah. Don't smoke weed because then you're going to later be enforcing and stealing it from other kids. Because yeah. <laughs> my paycheck can't afford to buy new Kush. Yeah, this is pretty, <laughs> the new weed is pretty expensive. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, it, well, You can't buy dime bags anymore, bro. Oh, weed. No. no, it's like 75 bucks for a good strain mm. of weed if you want that type of shit. It's just like, yeah, I'll just steal it from these kids. Because <laughs> my paycheck can barely and- get me to pay my rent. And these TV dinners are getting super expensive every month, is what I'm saying. Let's play a game of ethics. What's the unethical part of this story? Taking the kids' weed. (laughs) I mean, that's pretty unethical. And smoking it yourself or just taking it? It's legal in most states now. And you're not driving a car. You're walking at Disneyland. Why shouldn't you be able to get baked as shit while you're walking at Disneyland? So you're like, okay, I get it. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't smoke weed, dude. Why, though? Uh, I think it's more like you're on private property. It's a park. You know, it's just like theme park. You know, it's not like it's public land. Okay. It's not like it's your land. Okay. And so they have rules. Yeah. And I understand those rules. But what are they afraid of? They sell food there. They're going to make a right. killing off of those $30 fucking burgers at Disneyland. I think it's more like those security guard could say, hey, bro, instead of being over here in the bushes by this animatronic bear where it's unsafe, go over to the smoking section and hit a vape instead, so nobody will know the wiser. Which I completely <laughs> agree with. Vapes changed my life, bro. Yeah. Like, you were afraid to smoke weed before. Now with a vape, dude, you can smoke in front of anybody. Dude, you used to yeah. see people smoking in front of like, cops. I guarantee you, you go over to the designated area where they still have areas that you can smoke, mm-hmm. and you hit a vape in that area, and nobody's going to give a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you go over and try to smoke a doobie with the animatronic bear, that's when they're going to have a problem. <laughs> so they're just mostly uh, the smell. I think the smell is... The is, smell is the and smell. the unsafety of you might fall or you might hurt yourself, and now we got a real problem on our hands. Dude, vapes are a lot stronger than some of the weed you're doing right now, bro. Right. Yeah. I mean, but here's the thing. There's more things going on with just 17 and 18-year-old boys there hanging out with themselves, running around because they don't have parents. Those kids are doing way more trouble than fucking four, like, 28-year-olds smoking a doobie. (laughs) That's true, yeah. Because I'm thinking back to the times where I had a season pass, and I would go there after high school, and my stupid friends and I would figure out how many things we could almost kill ourselves doing. Like, we would take the most crazy thing that I totally, like, think back and go, like, how did we not die? How did we not die it was we decided to take our seatbelts off of the ride of indiana jones foolish mortals you looked into my eyes your path now leads to the gates of doom (laughs) well that's just irresponsible it's just stupid now that i think back i'm like what the fuck were we doing We decided, yeah, they just like we take all the slack out, so then it would look like we would have like our seatbelts on. But then once we would have our seatbelts and go past them, we would take all the slack and then like we're all out of the slack, so now we would be out of the seatbelts and then go on the ride. And then we literally just try to hang on. And obviously, yeah, 
the people on the outside. I don't know how they didn't fall out. <laughs> that just sounds like you guys are trying to commit suicide. I'm now thinking to, to myself, that, and yeah. even being scared, thinking about it now, going like, holy shit, even talking about it, it was like, that's fucking stupid. No, it was, you guys are trying to commit suicide in a way that you guys weren't trying to explain it to yourself. Were things bad at home? Uh, yes. That was going, yeah, it was one of those type of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Yeah. right before uh, we got to Disneyland, I finished listening to Harry Chapin's uh, Cats in the Cradle. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, now it, it just got me that. really pumped. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. Exactly. I'm going to ride this ride by without a seatbelt. All right? I'll show you. You guys are crying, laughing the whole thing. <laughs> oh, God. <Yeah. laughs> oh, God. <laughs> just, yeah, oh, God. We're, we're like, yeah, it's like tears and laughter all yeah. through the line. We're just like. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was like that. It, it was, was exactly totally like that. Yeah, that's what, that's what it was. <laughs> You're like, we, we're doing so much stupid shit. You were trying to kill yourself. On another happier side, we did that same thing to the ride of Star Tours. Hi there. I see they're loading our Navigator R2-D2, and then we'll be on our way. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. But we're like enclosed in like this like, you know, sea. And yeah, we could still have gotten hurt, I guess. Roger control. All status go. But it wasn't like there was death on the line. I can understand, like, it was one of those things where, like, we did the same thing. We got out of the seatbelts, and halfway through the ride, we just jump up and start just running through the cabin going, like, Oh, my God, we're going to die! Oh, my God, we're going to die! And people on the, in the ride were totally just like, What the fuck is going on? And then, of course, like, when the ride ended... The uh, people that were operating it were like, yeah, don't do that ever again and get out of here. And I don't want to see you on this ride ever again today. Yeah, today. Hey, <laughs> but come back tomorrow. It was simpler times. Did yeah. they say, like, we're going to kick you out? We're going to fucking get cops involved? No. They just said, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> get out stern of here. Look, a stern look in their eye. That stopped you from then on. That's the thing that I think about, like, as kids. It's like, oh, yeah, kids just being kids are going to be way more hazardous than, like, guys that are like let's just go on the rides and smoke a little <laughs> the ravages of age yeah like you're saying an older yeah. one closer to 30 you're gonna be, you're gonna smoke and then just relax and just laugh you're like oh yeah i remember this this is awesome yeah let's go get a fucking uh chowder bowl <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it one of the big uh, turkey legs in mm-hmm. by the pirates of the caribbean exactly. That, yeah, exactly yeah you go ride this ride you go oh i don't remember uh, jack sparrow in this that's fucking crazy remember that restaurant that we passed let's <laughs> yeah. go there <laughs> oh and now of course they have a, an Blue animatronic Bayou. pirate that looks just exactly like johnny depp yeah they changed that of course before yeah. it wasn't johnny depp of course and so. now they also like i guess for some sort of promotion they had like the real johnny depp yeah like pretend to be him for a little bit too yeah yeah i did it which because- is extra special it's kind of sad in a way, though, because Johnny Depp's career is in the shitter, and now is when he yeah. decides to do it. He wouldn't have done that when he was on like, the top of the When was game. the last movie that he did that wasn't Disney-related, too? Or successful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which one was his last <laughs> successful movie? I think it was the first or the second Pirates of the Caribbean. Hmm. After that, he hasn't had any good movies. You don't think any of the Alices were successful? Not money-wise. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure they've all been not. considered kind of flops. They might have made, like... The Lone Ranger definitely was a huge flop. Yeah. Yes. They might have made their money back. Overseas? Probably. Yeah, the Asian market. I mean, most Disney stuff makes the money back overseas regardless. That's already like a given. Yeah. They just know like, oh yeah, it's just going to go over to Europe and Japan and just fucking make a billion dollars because they love Johnny Depp. That's true. And they love Disney. And Disney, that's true. But yeah, it still is still, I think, in this global society, 
not enough. You know, you still got to have America like it too, or it's not going to make you make your next movie. You know, yeah, you still might be able to make it through your brand, but how many more like Alice in Wonderlands can we see? Or how many more pirate movies can we see? A lot. I don't want to see him in any more pirate movies. Not saying that I hate Johnny Depp. Mm -hmm. I just don't want to see any more pirate movies. (laughs) That's true. I think I stopped after the second one. After that, I don't remember that they have... uh... Pirate they the can Cari- make them. Pirates of the Caribbean, the Uprising. I would. He just yeah. doesn't need to make them. Yeah. Like have them be about different stories. Have them be about different characters or whatever. You know, yeah. you can have it be plenty of different things. Yeah. I don't know, but I feel like there's certain genres that have waves. You know, we have these waves where there was a shitload of vampire movies and vampire TV shows, and now we have a bunch of zombie things that came out, and then now it's yeah. In between those things, there were this pirate craze. Yeah. And What's the next thing? Who knows? They should bring back the Wolfman. Wolf? That was pretty Oh, was yeah. Pretty well, good. they did have a couple of wolf movies, yeah. and they had a wolf TV show, that Teen Wolf. Oh, but the yeah. The reboot. Yeah, the reboot of Teen Wolf. But it was wolf. all super serious and, and on MTV, MTV still. Right. Yeah. So it was mostly uh, for tweens. For, yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I had a new bit about this, uh, about tween slang or, or millennial slang. Okay. And it didn't really go over well. <laughs> I think I kind of I need to iron it out a little bit. Okay. But it's about the idea of uh, throwing shade. Okay. Like, when was that concept, you know, a bad thing? You know, throwing shade now is like this, oh, he, he, you know, he talked shit or he did, you know, this thing that, yeah. You're hating on something. Yeah, you're hating on. But if it's, but when you literally throw shade on somebody, that's a good thing. You're like helping them. You're like putting shade over their body and like covering their, the like harmful sun from them. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's awesome. Like, why would you be like, oh, yeah, now that's bad? Millennials. (laughs) Millennials. <laughs> I'm assuming, yeah. I mean, it's always flipping the script of like, you know, oh, I'm gonna say things are bad now, but that means good, or I'm gonna say it's sick, yeah. but that means it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, we grew up with that too. As I was saying, bad back then was, but, was but cool. I understand cool. Yeah. That's a good thing. Like it's like. Well, let's just say they're not targeting their <laughs> slang at you, Daryl. All right, they're targeting it at the younger demographic. So if you don't get it, I'm pretty sure they're they're okay nope. with that. Yeah. No, they're like, hey, Daryl. Hey, hey, wait, 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 wait. Before we start saying uh, this uh, throne shade, is Daryl cool with it? Does Daryl think it's Darryl, cool? Yeah. Does he like it? Yeah. Hey, get with him. Yeah. Make sure he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. That Hawaiian shirt is uh, pretty lit, bro. It's lit AF. Hey, if does you that say mean so. it's cool? Yeah, that means it's cool, bro. Lit oh, AF. Cool. There it is. Yes. <laughs> Which is short for as fuck. Yes. AF. Yeah. yeah. a bit that I used to do a while back and if you listen to all the early podcasts it was this idea of being domesticated by animals yeah. or by an alien actually yeah. and uh, so I started doing it and it worked for a little bit and then it stopped working so I thought oh well maybe I'll bring it back yeah. but when I brought it back it still hasn't really really gotten into it yet yeah. like it still hasn't found that like hmm I thought it was funny but I guess it's not Oh, were you doing it to a barfly, uh, and mostly in bar open mics? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You can't really take that as the best audience or gauge for your jokes, by the way. Just saying. I agree. Yeah. I think I got to feel it like where it's like if they're into like a certain type of humor, maybe they'll be into this one as well. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't have a lot of alien bits besides this. Besides that one. Um, I don't have a lot of 
pet bits or like animal stuff. I mean, I guess I do. I talk about my cat a little bit. Yeah. I was recently talking about my cat <laughs> locking it in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Which kills everywhere that I've heard it before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It definitely it kills. It definitely kills. The bro. cat. <laughs> cat murder is very big in this right? part. Yeah. In this part of the city. No. Um, I, you definitely do not want to be known as that guy. As the person that is like you know cruel to animals, yeah, yeah, that'll follow your entire career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, me talking about it on Kill Tony has now made me, uh, you know, the pariah that I am. Has that taken legs? But has that like gotten legs? By the way? <laughs> I doubt it. You, that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, <laughs> nobody's remember, talked about it yet. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we, I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And- nobody's talked about it. I mean, I had one person online go like. He he just messaged. He just put in a tweet. You're the dog guy. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, okay. That was one person. That was one person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know, though. Maybe it's one of those things that will come back to haunt me, you know, because if I do become famous later on in life, you yeah. know, 10 years later, people will be like, remember that one time 10 years ago he yeah. said this when he wasn't famous? Yeah. Now he's now we're going to give him shit for it. Yeah, yeah. That thing's going to follow you your entire career well, once you make it, bro. Yeah. Once our screenplay hits and we're able to, you know, get our yes. movie going. Yes. Yeah. We're, they're yeah. going to dig deep. The trolls are going to just find out the dirt and they're going to be like, look at this. And then people are going to be like, who cares? <laughs> did, you, did you see the on Facebook or on social media the three cops from Florida that every woman was swooning over? No. They took a selfie and I guess the Florida uh, police department put them up on their website. Oh, right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like a day later. Uh, they find out that the lead hot guy it was an anti-Semitic racist from old uh, Facebook post that he put on about three years ago. And uh, so, yeah, those things awesome. happen all the time. Yeah, going with the story that you're saying right now. No, yeah. no, no. I agree. Like, I can't tell you how many stories now we hear about where, you know, Facebook or some social social media ruins your life. Yeah. You know, or ruins your career at yeah. least. You know, yeah. like, you make a comment outside of work, but now that comment makes you fired. Mm-hmm. Or you make a comment, you know, about something, and now suddenly everybody in the world suddenly picks it up and starts to hate on you, and yeah. you're like suddenly this huge pariah. Yeah. Over like, you know, it could have really happened to any of us. Yeah. Anybody yeah. could have done this. You yeah. know, who hasn't said something, at least on line, at least too, that they probably wish like, ah, I didn't need to say it. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, do I stand by it? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna own up and say it was me. Yeah, but like, is it the funniest, most like witting thing I have ever said in my life? No, no. it's no. just something I said online to try to be funny, and it clearly was not funny. <laughs> We've all, we, but, yeah, we all have those. But should that should one of your tweets? Because I've I've read your tweets, and I'm not saying all of them have been like, you know, controversial like. And unfunny, mm-hmm. but just think of one tweet that you've had, and then think like, okay, that's the one tweet that people are gonna be like, "Did you see what this guy said?" I, I had many. I, I actually deleted my first uh, Twitter account and my first Facebook profile because, come on, when you first do do these type of things, you try to be funny. Not all of them, like you said, are gonna be winners. A lot of them are gonna be, you know, people are gonna take them the wrong way. And I looked at that, so I deleted those, uh, you know, uh, accounts. Not because. You know, I felt guilty, but I knew they were unfunny. I guess at the end of the day, for me, it's mostly not just being, it's not about being mean. It's just that I look at them and say, those things aren't funny at all, dude. Yeah. You know, and I just deleted them. So lately, no, but but just initially, been a lot but of when stuff. you first posted it, mm-hmm. you, did you think it was funny? Yeah. Yeah. 2 a.m. in the morning, you haven't slept right. for a couple of days. After the fact, though, that's when you read it and then yeah. you're like, oh, wait, 
This ain't funny. This is not funny. It's actually horrifying, and it's actually <laughs> demeaning hundreds of thousands, this maybe millions of people. This is a sign that I need help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm mentally disturbed, first of all. I think I need to go into a mental hospital. Yeah, right. and look what happens. So, right. Yeah. No, I've had – I think a lot of addicts and people that probably should get help, you know, do stuff online that, like, they look back and go, like, oh, yeah, I didn't need to be online then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I shouldn't have had my phone – in this stage, yeah, <laughs> I've had those moments. I needed an intervention at that moment. I swear, I swear, I've had those drunk moments where just recently I'd be like following hot women that you find online that you know with the wish list, and not necessarily like girls that have millions of followers, but maybe like fifty thousand. Those types of women, I find myself DMing and things like that. You look back and you're like, "What are you doing?" You dummy. <laughs> you're, just, you're so dumb. You were just horny, you're bro. You're just so dumb. You were just horny, like, bro. Yeah, just admit it, man. Just admit it. At the end of the day, you thought you could yeah. score. You were, were going to slide into her DMs. You thought that she was going to come over and blow you. some girl that has like 50,000 followers and you're going to like slide in on, at 2 a.m.? Yeah. She doesn't even know you? Yeah. I'm like, yep. At 2 a.m., I'm like, yes, that's that's me though. Yeah, 2 a.m., you're thinking that she's going to be at your place in about 15 minutes. No, and it's all through a comment too. Like, yeah. you know, you comment on a photo and then you're like, oh yeah, that'll that'll work. That is so hilarious that you're going to make her you know, fall in love with me and she's going to be over in my place in about 20 minutes and we're just going to do things to each other that have been put in rap lyrics since the beginning of it or whatever the case might be. But. What's worse is though is that like I've had those girls that I've known like from college and stuff yeah. and I'm still following them on like you know Instagram. Yeah. So I'm seeing like hot photos of them and whatnot and at 2 a.m. I'm also thinking like oh maybe I'll uh, hit them up too. Yeah. Because, you know, you're throwing a lot of feelers out at 2 a.m. At 2 a.m., yeah, exactly. You just struck out at the bar. Uh, yeah, that happens. See, the ones that are, like, you know, clearly have a way huge following, those are just, like, almost like, oh, I'm just going to throw out, like, drunken comments trying to be somewhat flirty, but also just knowing, like, this ain't going nowhere. Yeah. This is just a stupid drunk comment online. Yeah. But the ones that are, like, yeah, from college and whatnot, those girls are the actual ones that you're like, oh, don't do that, bro. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I might have a chance. You're going to like a picture like, of them from, like, from a, two years ago. That's the thing that they get you. I guess women get more freaked out when you like a picture of them from three years ago because you, that means that you've been looking through all of their yep. photos. You can't You cannot do, do that, that, bro. That's that's a killer now. They suddenly get a like from you and, yeah, it's a phone. Yeah, three years ago and stuff. It's At like, 2 a.m.? Yeah. yeah. They're like, what were you doing? Uh, unfriend immediately. Yeah. <laughs> oh man and i hate that it's so easy to figure that out yeah you know for a person like oh i know exactly when you did exactly what you did and <laughs> and why you did it yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think you're gonna get lucky no <laughs> you know but that's also and that could have there is a dude out there i'm telling you mm. it's just never you mm. but it's there's a dude out there that could do exactly what you did uh-huh. and it will and it would have worked out. Well, we just we just talked about that earlier. He's definitely super more attractive than <laughs> right, you are. Clearly. If an attractive guy does that, he can get in there no matter what. But if it's right. a normal, unattractive type of looking guy, yeah, that's called stalking, bro. So yeah, yeah, that, that's the like big difference. Some guy that she's really into that she's always wanted, and he's like really attractive, and then he puts the heart on some like posts from three years ago. Yeah. Suddenly she's like, oh wow, 
He's looking from like posts like three years ago. Wow, that's so sweet. He's so deep. Wow. I know he's doing that because he's loved me. Like, so he was a high school quarterback. He must like by really then. like me. Yeah, he was the high school like, quarterback mm. back then. Now he's doing real estate in mm-hmm. the South Bay, but he's still, you know, it's and it's a photo that. that's like not showing like a lot of my boobs. Yeah, like it's. I mean, I it's a little, but like I understand he he could have picked the one that like was right next to it that yeah. was like just me in a bikini. Yeah, but he didn't. He picked the one that was with me like just in a halter. Yeah. With like, you know, boy shorts on. He wasn't staring at my breasts. He was staring at my soul. Yeah. Yeah. That he type he's, of thing. Yeah. He's an angel. I should suck yeah. his dick right now. Right now. Like I wish I could do that virtually. <laughs> but uh, I'm doing that. I'm going to do that definitely you know, when we go back to our 30 year reunion. I have a feeling I know exactly what women think. That's it. Right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out no, no. Yeah, it turns out that's not the case. It's right? not what yeah, women are no, thinking. No. It's like you were saying earlier. I think you were saying about you know talking to women and not taking uh, you know cues. Like when a woman likes you, you know, I don't think I I don't have that that either. To where they say they touch your hand or they're making eye contact with you right. or they they move their hand or their hair and that they like you. I never was able to get the, those cues, bro. But that's I think going back to that thing of growing up and you were just like a nerd, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, a fat nerd and stuff your whole life and you never had those women flirting with you before. And now you do and you turn into that 12-year-old little kid again. All socially awkward, start sweating and you'll give them that stupid smile when they smile at you. Like that happened yeah. to me right now when I was leaving the gym, a woman walks right past by me, she smiles at me and I give her this this stupid smile like that cuz I can't do that cuz I'm nervous. <laughs> And I'm just like, wow, dude, no matter how old you get, you're still that little fucking nerd kid inside and shit that you're never going to get rid of and stuff. And props to my wife for fucking marrying me and giving me two beautiful little girls when I was, you know. What did you guys do on your first date? I tried hooking her up with one of my friends. Oh, like yeah. a gentleman. Like a gentleman. Dude, that's what, that's what every <laughs> yeah. gentleman does. Yeah. You know. You're like, uh, hey, man, I really like this girl. I should have her hook up with my friend first, though. Yeah. I'm like, hey, this is my friend right here. You yeah. Know, yeah. How do you guys, you know, you guys want to go out for a drink? Go ahead. I'll buy it for you. And then I would just walk away. But that goes back to that being that kid who or that guy who was never confident in himself. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. I, I didn't think so she you- would like me. That's so you, the thing they would got me. She's beautiful, man. My wife yeah, is beautiful. She is. And, she, she's, and she's the greatest woman. She's a very lovely woman, yeah. for sure. And inside, too, man. She, she, put up, she puts up <laughs> with my shit, bro. If yeah. You, if, you, if she can put up with my shit, bro, she's she a saint. To, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. And two kids. And two kids, man. So that's a lot. That's a lot, dude. So, okay. So she and her – so your friend and her were, like, not compatible. Or she, she was like, me. nah. Yeah. He's kind of not Anthony. Yeah. And then you were like, well, you know, I'm kind of like Anthony. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, that was me. But then inside, I'm like, dude, she doesn't like me. She's going she, she gonna to take me to But what made party. you suddenly think she did like you? Because she actually, I know she's not going to admit this, but she actually made the first move. She's all like, what about you? Why don't you want to go out? And, and, and what did you do to, after that? We went dancing, which I, I love dancing. You okay. Know? Oh. So she's like. How come you don't like me? We should go dancing. And you're like, bitch, I love dancing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't call her a bitch. I mean, I, I was, yeah, I was just like, you know what? Like, like for, like, I don't know if you got this, but I never would think that a woman was, a, was attracted to me in the first place. Yes. You know, I would always say like, why is she with me? She wants to take my credit score. Like what, like, you know, this, what does she want from me? Yeah, you know, she's she, definitely not oh, interested in me mm-hmm. in a physical way. Is it because I'm fertile? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that could be it and shit. But, um, right. Yeah, man, I never, I never had that growing up and I still don't. And it's like I said, it's weird when you have people that, show interest in you and are interested in you and you just fuck it up so what kind of dancing did you guys go we went to a spanish rock club it was called la boom in in huntington park california what kind of dancing is that uh spanish rock music i I could definitely play some for you but uh i don't know if your your copyrights you can say some band names oh uh los caifanes uh enanitos verdes they have uh mana 
I've heard know, of Manon. Phobia. Uh, for sure. Yeah, those type. Those type that's that's, that's really good music. I like yeah. it. Yeah, dude. It's, it's definitely stuff you can't dance to. Yeah, sure. dude. And I'm a great dancer, bro. Once I get out there, bro, like, usually there's a spotlight like, on like, me. Is it kind of like just like salsa? Or no. is it kind of like uh, like swing me- no, that's rockabilly music. No, no, it has yeah. nothing. No, dude, it's uh, it's definitely its own thing. It's kind of a hybrid of uh, eighty dancing to eighties mm-hmm. and uh, and Spanish rock, dude. If you and, if you can dance eighties and Spanish rock, you and you're it. close to one another, some of them, most or is it just, a lot of movement? It's a lot of movement. Okay, yeah, yeah. We, which we just went to a club on Saturday to go dance Spanish nice. rock and killed the dance floor and. Uh, so okay, so after that first dance, then she was like, "Take me." Yeah, like take me home. Now, uh, <laughs> which I was like, all right, fine, I'll take you home. Take me home. Yeah, it was a home. nice dance, um, but I need to go home there now. Home, right yeah. now, dealing with you yes. for more than three hours is a harrowing experience. And then, how many uh, dances do you, did you go to before you decided, like, no, this girl is uh, girlfriend material or, or wife material? I still don't know. <laughs> you know? But that's, no, no, it's not. I've, I've known she was the one um, from the first baby that we had. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, nah, she's a, well, I guess we're the one. Yeah, exactly. We're actually three now. Yeah, so. we're, we're three now. She's wonderful, man. I, I would never do anything to, to hurt that woman, you know, because I think we've been together for longer than 10 years and she can take half my stuff. seriously saw this thing on facebook where it had a, resumes that actually worked you know got people jobs or whatever and a resume had in the phrase committed af yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. i'm like wow you can put that in a resume that's you cool can now. Wow, you, can now. you have to stand out you know your resume has to be special now. don't say as fuck yeah <laughs> say af bro yeah exactly uh. yep i will work for your company and be committed af yeah <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like I like comedy because it isn't that there isn't a resume. You know, you <laughs> you should make a comedy resume. Like, I guess you have those like you know credits that people will always say. You know, if you're like you know headlining some club, yeah. they'll always say you know like he's been on this or he's you've seen him here. Or you've he's talked about this other thing that doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but. You know, it's always this, like, you got to talk him up before it's like, and then it's Anthony Mojica. Yeah, he's been at the Blacklight District and, right. and killed it. Yeah. You've seen him at one open mic, and then you saw him at another open mic. Yeah, <laughs> this guy has totally killed the two drunk people. They were right in, in front guy's trying to pick up on somebody. He <laughs> killed them. He murdered that crowd. Let's give it up for him. Literally murdered, murdered that, crowd. that crowd. Yeah. <laughs> he's wanted for murder, guys. Right. Give yeah. it up. Yeah. No, but that's the thing. Like, everybody has those, like, I hate how you have to talk yourself up in in order to get ahead when I've never been good at telling people like, I'm awesome at this. And by the way, I kick ass at this because in reality, I've never been like the best at anything. Like I've never been like, oh, uh, everybody else that has been applying their shit. Well, this podcast is the best ever, bro. So don't (laughs) don't sell yourself. I literally want to say like, um, I'm not a piece of shit. But yeah, am I the best? Probably not. But you're a self loather. <laughs> That's the thing, man. You got you got to be able to talk yourself up. You got to sell yourself, especially in this business. Yes. It, you, I hate selling myself because I feel like I just want my work to sell myself. Like you know, hey, can I do this without making a lot of mistakes? Yes. Yeah. Can uh, you know? But do I want to be your best friend? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> Do I want to like have this be my career? No. Would I be here if they didn't pay me? No. <laughs> Why can't you admit those things? You know. I don't think that would bring in a hot crowd. 
<laughs> what I'm trying <laughs> the to business say. Yeah, so I'm just saying that's not going to bring a hot crowd to your uh, to your you know your show and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you had a lot of hard like troubles finding work outside of comedy? Yeah, I mean the reason why I started comedy is because I don't like to take uh, you know orders from anyone. Isn't that kind of uh, you know what most people in comedy their disposition yeah. is like, right? They don't want to listen to anyone fucking telling them what to do. But and I get I do that. I mean, I get a job and then they ask me, all right, you remember what you wrote? We told you what this work entails. Can you do that? I'm like, no, I don't want to do that shit. I'm tired, bro. Last night I had a show. You know, I drank because they gave me three drink tickets and shit. They couldn't pay me, you know, so I'm right. just like I drank three, uh, you know, uh, you know, Jack Daniel shots. So this morning, I'm not feeling it. I think I should have taken a mental health day, but I came into work, you know, because it's my first day. So that's the type of thing that I, I you know, I, I can't keep a job man. it's just one of those things. But I'm just like, damn it. Well, even with stand-up comedy, I feel like there's still going to be, you know, those bosses where you're going to have club owners that will tell you, like, uh, by the way, don't say this. Don't talk about this. Don't talk about, you know, whatever. And then you're going to have audiences that are going to be like, we're not going to laugh at this. We're not going to laugh at this other thing. So those are your, like, bosses. Those are, like – but I don't mind, like, you know, changing my set and, like, altering my, like, you know, my demeanor because – you know, this crowd is not susceptible to a certain topic. You know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm still being able to do comedy. I'm still doing my passion. You know, I'm not having to, like, behind, be behind, like, a grill flipping burgers or, like, being behind, like, you know, some dingy warehouse yeah. um, or a million other, like, horrible jobs that, yeah. you know, are clearly way worse than comedy. But even – but every job. I always talk about the ice cream made – the ice cream – taste tester still has to do paperwork yeah you know you still have to have that person that like even though you get to eat ice cream all the time mm-hmm. there's still things about your job that aren't cool the diabetes <laughs> the no feet you know the not being able to keep a woman for longer than than a week you know it all comes with drawbacks man you right. know what i'm saying there is no way that you're going to be eating ice cream all day every day as your job and not have some type of drawback bro is what i'm saying you know so yeah yeah, yeah. i get it but you always think of like you know you you think of leonardo dicaprio like Wow, his life must be awesome. His jobs must be amazing. Like, I can't believe he gets to do all that shit. And then you, you know, talk to Leonardo DiCaprio and he can't stop talking about, like, yeah, I had to sleep in this. I had to be in this. Uh, they didn't, you know, they didn't have a, a trailer. So I had to sleep in the dirt during this filming. Yeah. I had to, you know, be up for 15 hours. I was, uh, had 102 temperature and I was in the middle of China in some rice paddy or some shit. And you're like, Okay, I understand. That part might have sucked. Yeah. But you were still getting, what, $20 million for it? So shut the fuck up. Exactly. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Leonardo DiCaprio's life would have been all right, even if he wouldn't have made it as an actor, bro. You know, white, uh, good-looking guy. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure he would have made out just fine he without his career. No matter what, he would have always gotten pussy. Yeah. But would he have gotten, you know, the caliber? You know, maybe. Maybe he he would have still hit the hottest waitress at the you know if he was just a bartender. Cheesecake factory. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. he if Leonardo DiCaprio was an assistant manager at uh, a cheesecake factory, yeah. he would definitely be hitting one of those chicks. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, his world is expanded nowadays because he's going to Paris and he's going to be able to meet those you know models. It's right. not the same as being in the back uh, office <laughs> at a cheesecake factory <laughs> talking to you know to but a nineteen year old. What if he month. did get to go to Paris through the cheesecake factory? You know, like they're sending him from some sort of like work abroad program. Yeah. And he gets to work over at the, uh, you know, French Cheesecake Factory. Which is the fromage uh, mm-hmm. factory over yeah, there. Exactly. Whoa. Yes. And then he meets, like, some, uh, you know, fancy French delicatessen uh, or, or 
just ingenue, some French ingenue tea. Yes. Yeah. I, I I have a lot of dreams and aspirations for the assistant manager Leonardo DiCaprio for the Cheesecake Factory. I have hopes for him. You do. Yeah. Yeah. But with like we talk about this a lot, like on this podcast and on my new podcast. Ooh, plug, plug, plug. Plug, plug, plug. It it might have not premiered when this premieres, but it will premiere very soon. The new episode of You're Such a Sex in the City podcast with me and April Lotshaw. And uh, your guest for that show? I've had so many guests. There will be guests a plenty. The first two guests off the my head are uh, Brandon Neramon Jetty as well as Amber Scalzo. Woo! Amber Scalzo's cool as f. Yeah. yeah, cool as f. Yes, exactly. Okay, but uh, we talk about this on that podcast a lot about um, you know the differences between attractive people and their way of life versus you know unattractive people. <laughs> But we've figured out through the magic of Sex in the City that hot people still have horrible feelings, too, about wanting to kill themselves, about feeling still uh, insecure as hell. And you're like, wow, I didn't know hot people felt those things. They do. And yeah, it we is do. like, I had to have a TV show tell me those. But we do, bro. We, yeah. we bleed just like you bleed, bro. It's just like, yeah. You're talking we have about our it like it's yourself? Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying. It's our insecurities, bro, that keep us back sometimes. I mean, no, no matter how hot I am. I still feel the need, you know, to meditate every once in a while, you know, and just... I'm not yeah. laughing at you. Oh, I know that. This, I know that. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, there's no problem with that. You can't <laughs> be laughing at me, bro. I'm, I'm gorgeous. It's it's fine, man. I know. I get it. Uh, do, do you feel like uh, if you weren't attractive, you know, life would be harder? Well, it's super hard because definitely I'm not that attractive oh, okay. <laughs> in the first place. This is a podcast, bro. It's not a vlog. It's not a video. But, <laughs> you know, <it's, clears throat> I mean, I've lost some weight. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I just did a, a, a rail of meth. <clears throat> I think right. I stuck in my throat. It's all good. They didn't hear the meth part. They didn't hear the meth part. They didn't. But um, I mean, obviously, I've lost a little. I've lost about a hundred pounds mm-hmm. in a little bit. So I, yeah. I the gym so the meth day. has been helping. The meth has been helping. Yeah. It, it's weird though because when you grow up not being attractive, you're kind of socially awkward. You're kind of mm-hmm. you know I don't know if you got that. You know, it's just like you never know. You you weren't yeah. you weren't hit on. Yeah. Women were not interested in you yeah. as much as an attractive person when you were a kid. And weird now that I've, I've get you know I've gained some muscle. I've I'm not as ugly as I used to be. Some people would call me moderately attractive. But then you have women at the gym who, who are definitely flirting with you, mm. right? And then What's you, that like? It's weird because it's still, you still turn into that 12-year-old fucking chess-playing kid playing Street Fighter <laughs> until 3 in the morning. You, know? you turn into that 12-year-old little nerd that you've, you are deep inside because I'm a big nerd. Bro. Yeah, but I heard that uh, hot chicks, they're nerds too now. Just because they wear glasses does not make them, mm. you know, a nerd, bro. But they are into cosplay. They also talk about Zelda now. What kind of cosplay, though? Because I go to every Comic-Con. I went to the Long Beach Comic-Con. I've yeah. gone to the Stan Lee's Comic-Con, which is later on this month, and a couple of other Comic-Cons around here. There was one in Pasadena. And cosplay is basically, you know, hot chicks on Halloween. Yeah. Which is the sluttiest fucking costumes that you could find, which I'm not complaining about. That's what women course. are all about. Yeah. They want what? a reason to be hot. Yeah, but they're not nerds, bro. They're just hot chicks who want to dress up as a you street don't... fighter character that wears the tiniest fucking costume right. ever. But you'd think that they would at least know the name of the character and maybe where the game, you know, what, where it's from. But they don't. They, <laughs> they the don't. You know, it's like, oh, that's a beautiful costume from, you know, a game that, you know, you're, you're very into. They're like, oh, what game? No, it's not that. It's like, wait a minute. You're wearing that costume from this specific game and you don't know what the name of the character is. You don't know what game it is. You're like, wow, that's a cool Samus outfit. And they're like, who? Yeah, exactly. That, that's what happens. But it's just like all there's all these guys giving them this attention. Don't you mean Metroid? Pictures. Metroid, exactly. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm dressed as Guile, you know, or something like that. I'm Ken. I'm, I'm dressed as Street Fighter 2. Exactly. You mean Chung Lee? No, Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2, yes. 
Yeah, man, it's it's one of those type of things. So I don't think they're nerds, but they just you know they. But just why are they to... there though? You know, if they for the attention, just to look at being hot. Like, man, I'm not, they I'm want not, the attention of nerds. I'm not generalizing the entire the entire. There are some beautiful women out there that yeah. are way into cosplay of that course. are great at video games. You know that watch the and TV where shows. are they? They're there. They're there, but they're the ones. They're not the ones dressed up. <laughs> nope. You know, in a thong and you know a, a napkin from the Cheesecake Factory, and that's all they're wearing, bro. That's not but it. What they're looking for too is not that fat guy. That's like, oh, I'm gonna be the cosplay uh, comic book guy from The Simpsons. I'm gonna be the cosplay, you know, uh, snake from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. And underneath this uh, armor is gonna be more armor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as much as much covering as you have to cover up what what I am really am. I'm here. But it's, it's great fun. But what I'm just saying, they're, a lot of these women are not nerds. I think that's yeah. the thing, though, is that you have a lot of attractive people that have become nerds, but they're still attractive. So now they have to have attractive people things to do, because, yeah, but, but what, still get out their nerd craze or fix. So they have places like cosplay now that or like you know conventions mm-hmm. that will now be like, okay, I'm hot. I want to dress up like something nerdy but show off my hotness yeah. in both – genders yeah. men and women yeah but now those two hot people are going oh wow that's cool let's hook up but are the ugly people are going like okay we're cool too still because you're nerdy and i'm nerdy but we all both know that we're not that attractive yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like is everybody still falling into their own little levels but then yeah but then we also have to look at, at what we think is attractive those yeah. women are not attractive enough to be models or be on the cover of magazines that type of thing but they're very attractive to people that are nerds like you're saying or mm-hmm. on the outskirts of you know of I guess you can call society uh, notion of someone being cool I guess you can say that so to them that woman is a goddess yeah that woman to a oh, you know a Saudi millionaire he's not going to steal her like you know in the movie taken and buy her <laughs> uh, you know off of some arab guy that just no. got you know stolen no. in paris you know he's not going to pay for that but he's definitely she's definitely hot enough to make us have you know you know i guess you can say feelings for her or whatever the case may be maybe it is more like a like she's hot for a convention chick that yes you exactly know, yes it's not like okay this girl is going to be you know some sort of like instagram famous girl or she's going to be, you know, like some chick that you would see on like Dan Blazarian's Instagram feed. Yeah. No, the type of chicks that do cosplay are the type of chicks that ask you for donations on Twitter and give you their Amazon registry so you can buy them something off of that. So if you, <laughs> you've been on Twitter, you know those type of women. Right. That, yeah. That have a wish list. They have a wish list. Exactly. Those, oh, man. Yeah. Those are the type of women. I wish I was – that's my wish, first thing on the wish list, mm-hmm. having um, to be attractive enough. To have a wish list. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but you, there's, there's that level. I mean, yeah. if you're above that, you're not asking for that. You're going to be, you know, a That's very That's what I feel like is that. like a big uh, fringe benefit for being porn, like a porn star. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to lie. I follow a few porn stars on Facebook. And, or not Facebook, Twitter. But, yes, I, I keep getting those notifications right. on my feed. Daryl Williams just <laughs> liked, you know, fucking, uh, you know, browser scene with MILF porn right, and shit. Right. I'm just, I, I, I share it all to you through yeah. your DMs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just like, come on, Daryl. You can't do that. Anthony, People have you this. seen this one? Yes. She says that she likes me. She does. And she just sent me a request yeah. on Facebook. She just wants me to buy this off her wish list. Have you been getting a lot more notifications on Facebook of uh, hot women trying to be your friends? Yes, Lately, I've been getting like four or five a day. I used I to know. get them rarely. I hate it. Because I know it's not real. Yeah. I know it's like, oh, you're not like a real person. Dang. But every time I go to their their, th- their uh, page, it always says, friends, Daryl Williams is like number three. <laughs> well, I still follow See, You still follow yeah, is what I mean, I'm saying. I'm so, just, yeah. I, I still have like a little like sigh of like, oh, I wish you were real. Yeah. I'm going to still follow that ass. Yeah, exactly. I don't mm-hmm. care how many viruses I get. Yeah. And yeah. I've been care. hacked about yeah. – I can't like, even count how many times I've been hacked. My, account my only friends are talking about spam. 
Okay. You know, just spam. Just delicious. <laughs> just spam related stuff. Oh, you're, I thought like, you were talking about the food. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about the, the luncheon meats. <laughs> the only <laughs> posts I get are like updates for like, you know, certain events. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but that's the thing. Uh, with with hot chicks and – were we talking about hot chicks? Yeah, we were talking about women who were doing cosplay who are not nerds. They're just there because they want the attention. And again, I'm not generalizing because, like I said, there's very cool cosplay women out there. But a lot of them that I met, like I said, they don't even like – they don't even know what, what they're dressed up as. They just want their boobs as high as possible. Right. And their I think it's, this, it's the new renaissance fair. You know, yeah. it's that like, yeah. Which Us I've being, been to. And I think renaissance fair as awesome. being a, a nerdy chick, mm-hmm. it's like I'm not – traditionally attractive i'm not what is in the modeling ads and stuff like that yeah. so i still want to be sexy because i'm a girl but i want to be sexy in a different way mm-hmm. so how do i do that cosplay i do cosplay yeah mm-hmm. i find another way where it's like okay i feel comfortable showing my tits in this costume not in this like you know stupid like you know calvin klein ad yeah. or wearing this outfit that's on this bin, that's been on this runway. Accentuate the positives, negate the negatives. Right. Yeah, I have big tits. I'll put them up. My belly's right. a little bit big. Let me cover that right. up and shit. Yeah, so, yeah. And I also like being from a different time, so I can like you know pretend that it's like oh yeah, back in the day it was more in fashion to be a little chubbier. Yeah. And to be a little bit more like you know, uh, full figure. I prefer that, bro. I love <laughs> thick women. That's my yeah. that's my thing, man. I, I don't like very thin girls. I like thick women. Dude. So I you like, get yeah, a girl something. that's like in this society saying, oh yeah, you're probably 25, 30 pounds overweight, yeah. but you put her. In like a bustier and like some sort of like medieval like wench outfit, and yeah. you're like, oh wow, now she's hot. Very, very <laughs> hot. Yeah, not the type that I would leave my wife over, but right. still, yeah. But definitely, and now this woman who's normally going like, ew, why are you like wearing all this like you know modern day clothes? Is now for two weeks getting like told you're the fucking hottest girl here. She's now going like, well, we need to be at Ren Fair every year now. Yeah. <laughs> it's in Arcadia, by the way. I know. My yeah, fucking you... stepsister goes there all the time. Yeah, we went there a couple of years back with my wife's um, mother, and she it was like... a blast, bro. Yeah. But that's the thing. I think with people with this cosplay, it's the same thing now, where it's like, you know, I was normally not considered necessarily traditionally hot, or I wasn't really comfortable being in, like, you know, uh, you know prom dresses or outfits that just, like, you know, are not attractive in their mind. So then they end up going, well, I'm going to make this costume. And then now suddenly still, yeah, show off the titties or do whatever that makes them sexy. So you're basically agreeing with everything that I said earlier, Daryl. This is exactly what I said. You're just saying it in a different way. Thank you for that. (laughs) I appreciate you. Yes. But it is interesting how like women, they want to look sexy, but the moment you look at them a little too long or the moment you make them not feel sexy (laughs) and you become a prevert then it's like oh but it's like well i'm sorry that like it was two seconds too long or whatever (laughs) like but dude your look is a stare let's get that first of all you have to be slick yeah i I don't blink at all it's just like i kind of drool and you get you get like right next to them that's the thing i never got about you like hey there look at that chick three o'clock you go right up to them and you stare at their breasts right into their eyes i was like wow give them eye contact but just i I make eye contact with their tits. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. it's like, Daryl, that's obvious, bro. You got to like play it off at least. Like, here you go. <laughs> but yeah, come on. Yeah. I still want, though, that one girl that's thinking to themselves, like, I wish some guy would look at my tits. And then I could be that guy and go like, I'll do it. Yeah. I'm here to save your, I'm here to save <laughs> hey, your self-esteem. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, you're looking for a dude to look at your tits? Uh, I can be that guy. Sure. That would be a great costume. 
Captain self-esteem. Like for all the women that are not attractive enough that have everyone wanting to take a picture with them and their nipples, Daryl is yeah, here. Captain Chivalry. Exactly, yeah. yes. You're the one that goes there to the women who are super not supposed to be wearing that. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. How you doing, ma'am? Yeah. I dress up as Duff Man every yep. time I go. <laughs> Miss, are you not feeling well? Are you not feeling attractive enough? Your self-esteem so low. That's what I'm here for. I can look at your memory glands if you'd like. <laughs> and I don't even have to call them memory glands. I will call them titties or breasts. Your fun bags. <laughs> yes. Whatever you would like me to call them, I will look at them and call them as such. I am here, Captain Chivalry. <laughs> would you like me to also fend off any gay lesbians? Actually, though, believe it or not, uh, when it comes to like X Games, yeah. and this isn't really an X game anymore, but back in the '90s, it was was uh, rollerblading. Oh, okay. I was into rollerblading, yeah. and I could actually do that pretty well. Yeah, like on half pipes, yeah. and uh, you know, skating backwards and grinding and stuff. I could do that for so, sure. So you're admitting to being a great roller skater, or I'm sorry, rollerblader. Yeah, I okay. could definitely do that. Oh, okay, all right. Which you shouldn't tell people. But that's the thing. Yeah, it, but you shouldn't tell people. Cool. You're great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You should definitely not tell people you were a great rollerblader. Yeah, it's like, hey like, guys, what's up? Should I just show up to the mics yeah. like on rollerblades? Like, what's up, guys? No, I'm what, rollerblading now. Would be great is if you show up uh, urban skiing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know what an urban skier is? Yeah. Yes. They have the ski poles and. <laughs> yes. I've seen that. Yeah. Yes. That would be even greater if you could. Is learn that how to guy do that. cooler than the parkour? Parkour is actually, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, parkour could be cool. Yeah. So that guy is cooler than the, the urban skier. The urban skier. Mm-hmm. And where would you put the rollerblader? Uh, is that he, below the urban skier? He's definitely better than the urban skier. Is it above mall walking? Yeah. Being a great mall walker? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but is it cooler than parkour? Yeah, I would put definitely put it on top of mall walkers, uh, urban skiers, rollerbladers, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. Pog player, Pog champions. Yeah, Pog. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right, right. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, all different types of ill shit. I guess yeah. you could say. What about um, those uh, razor scooters? Razor scooters are above Pog players, I would okay. believe, and right underneath uh, rollerbladers. Yes. So yeah, we're definitely making. You're writing this down, right, Daryl? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And then of course we have BMX. BMX. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that would that... be right underneath parkour, I would think. Well, of course. Like yeah. I'm, I'm thinking BMX. I don't know. That's that's pretty popular. Yeah. But what about the inline luge. Okay. You know that street luge? Yeah. Yeah. Where would you rank it? Right above Pog Player. Right above Pog Player? Okay. <laughs> All right. I get it. All right. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to say something. I forgot. I used to pick up women by telling them I was like the Argentinian midget tossing champion. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, that worked like never. Did you? Yeah. I was going to say. Did, <laughs> yeah. Was your wife into that? No. That was before my wife. Oh, me okay. and my friends would go, yes, we're here in town because uh, we're having this huge tournament at the Staples Center. You know, on the and North- then they were saying like it's pronounced little people. Little people, yeah. Nowadays it would back then midget was a, a, an acceptable term, you know. <laughs> and then Wee Man came out and he fucked everything up and shit. But uh, yeah, did do you ever go back and just realize that a lot of the stuff that you grew up with is now considered archaic hate speech? Yes. Yeah. Right. Like things that we we could say back then, you can't get away with now. I can't tell you how many times like my friends used to just say, you know, that's retarded. Yeah, I was you gonna know, say that earlier. It yeah. was always retarded. Yeah, and now. You fag yeah you know i mean yeah that was kind of more special yeah but it was definitely thrown around yeah but it wasn't not necessarily like i always thought it was more like you know stop being like a sissy i never and took i guess it, yeah. a sissy is another word for 
being gay yeah, too. Like, yeah, yeah. but it's one of those things that you know. I never, I never called somebody a fag and said that they like to, you know, that they were gay. I did it yeah. more as something. It was like a, a you know, some, a blanket term. Right. You did something stupid. It was you were a fag. Well, there was a lot of big things like you know where you know men were men and girls were girls, and you know it was like there was a lot of ways to say don't be a girl. Yeah. And. You know, around your friends, it's don't be a fag. Yeah. Around your dad, it's don't be a girl. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> don't be a sissy. Yeah. Don't be a pussy. Right. You know, exactly. Yeah. But it all, in my mind, meant the same thing. Yeah. Which, is that the best way to teach your kid? I don't know. To, to, to don't tell him be feminine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't know. I think to just, I think you can tell him, like, there's a healthy amount of, like, both. Yeah. Like, and to just recognize, like, your behavior is feminine. I'm cool with it, but just to let you know, it's kind of feminine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe as a friend, you go, stop being a fag. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, if you're close enough. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I don't know. It, maybe you shouldn't even tell him to stop being it. Just say, you're being one. And then... <laughs> And then have him go like, yeah, so yeah. what? Yeah, but it's weird now because now if you call somebody that, they're just bringing up your property values, right? Mm-hmm. If you go into an yeah. area like this. Oh, you, know, you think I am? Yeah. Wow, oh, my cool. God. Thank you very much. Does that mean I'm in great shape? Sweet. Oh, you've noticed I've been doing the crunches. Mm-hmm. and Dude, it's it, it's positive in so many ways now. Like, you know, it's just mm-hmm, like, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gay. Thank you very much. I, you know, I'm just this awesome. <laughs> I'm so stuff. glad you noticed. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm bringing up your property values instead yep, of your, you right. know, you're no, selling, you you're only house for a lot more. That's what I've talked about this a little bit where, uh, you know, in this society, you need social accessories. Yeah. You need those types of things to get you ahead in this life now where yeah. like, yeah, as a straight white male, that's like over 35, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm not, I don't have social accessories. Yeah. If anything, it's the social accessories nobody else wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you're that. Ugh. Yeah. Like, ugh. you're the like thing that's stupid and lame. But, like, yeah, if you're, like, a sassy, like, you know, lesbian 25-year-old black chick, you know, yeah, you got a few social accessories. So now you're going to be, like, coming up in this world if you play your cards right. Yeah, man. The best part is to get yourself an education and then, like, suddenly, like, meet the right people. Suddenly it's like, oh, yeah, you meet – you meet Liz, the sexy black chick that's a lesbian. She's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Or you could just call her Liz. <laughs> or you could just call her Liz. Yeah. yeah. It's a little long. Yeah, it's a little long. Yeah, it's like, oh, Liz. Nah, man. <laughs> Some of our best friends are gay. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could be gay if I wanted to. But, uh, right. you know, it just seems like like an awesome life, bro. If you could meet, like I said, the old Greg Giraldo bit where if you meet a guy and if you're gay and he's the same size as you, you instantly double your wardrobe. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. You know, you know, you're gonna have a nice house. I've never met a gay couple that lives in a <laughs> bad in a bad area that doesn't have a nice car. You know, every gay couple that I've met is doing well in life. They easily both make over a hundred thousand a year. You know, they're so well. They've had to overcome a lot of obstacles, and maybe yeah. they've you know also put their priorities towards other things besides like you know having a family. Exactly. Uh, you know being into the family that they are in. <laughs> yeah, they have more more time. Is what yeah, saying. they yeah. have more time to focus on other things that make them successful. Their priorities are, are you know, right. a lot better. So, yeah. <clears throat> but they also can still do those things later in life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like older gay guys, after they've, like, you know, become successful, Not it's not like they can't adopt and make a family and all that. Definitely. In fact, who wouldn't want to do that? 
you know a lot of people a lot of people are not having kids nowadays right yeah they're waiting longer and longer in life to have kids oh i agree yeah yeah there's some study that just came out it was like 27 was like the average marriage back like 30 years ago yeah and now it's uh 31 yeah and their first divorce is at 33 now right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah dude it's so easy nowadays <clears throat> you meet these couples they have a fight the first thing they say is that we're getting a divorce or back then you'd be like my husband just hit me and he gave me two black eyes but i think we can work it out you know right. he loves me <laughs> right you know nowadays you look at him the wrong way they're gonna be you know what i don't like the way you're treating me i think you're mentally abusing me i'm divorcing your ass right now and shit. well so. i just want to meet that one wife that's like oh yeah we've been married 12 years and uh every tuesday i suck his dick still <laughs> you know, and it doesn't even have to be a Tuesday. It could just yeah. be like once or twice a week. I still uh, blow him. Oh, my husband looks stressed. I know <laughs> what will definitely cleanse his, his mind. <laughs> I want to meet that wife. Yeah, yeah. And it's just never there. Maybe you're looking in the wrong places. Right, or just asking the wrong wives. Where can you meet a woman like that? Like, where would you instantly know. think about? Like, where would a woman like that hang out? A library? I mean... A cosplay? I, I, I meet women that say that they are into it. Mm-hmm. Like, that they're down to do it. Okay. Like... But the longevity is always like, really? I don't think it's there. Okay. You know, like, it's always like when you're first dating, mm-hmm. you can meet girls that are totally into it. Yeah. And then obviously, yeah, you cut to that same relationship five years in. Is it going on just as much? Yeah. No. Chances are no. No. But why? Reciprocation? I'm sure that, okay, let's say that guy is totally down to to do whatever you want still too, yeah. two or three times a week. Yeah. It's usually just that. And maybe you guys have sex, but there's no like, you know, the sex changes. The Has the sex yeah. changed with you? Yeah, man. With marriage? I, yeah, man. We're tired now, bro. You, yeah. Your, your whole day, man, you have family things. So that's job, what happens is other yeah. obligations come into the way. Definitely, man. That, that happens a lot so much. Like, I mean, even doing comedy, man. Sometimes you're like, I got to go do a show. And you're just so fucking beat, man. You've taken your kids to school. But you can't yeah. say like, hey, but baby, right before I go to this mic, you want to blow me? <laughs> I haven't gotten to that level yet. I don't think I, I don't feel that. <laughs> and then after yet. that, when I come back and after I've crushed, I'll come home and I'll get you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'll take that dick that just got blown and I'll tap it and hit it and smack it and blah, 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 blah. Whatever the uh, vernacular is for uh, treating her very appropriately right. yeah. and very kindly and yeah. like, a, like, like what you would do with your wife. Yeah. 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 No. Not on my end, no. No, we don't talk about it. You just give her a look one day, and then all of a sudden, you know, you take off your clothes, and you do a missionary, and then you go back to sleep. Right. No eye contact. A lot of the time, you know, it's not too much of it. It's just you go ahead and do it, and then after that, you're like, okay, is it time to go back to sleep? Go back to sleep, you know? So... And then you also got to worry about, you know, the kids are going to come in the room. You know, right, that's a big right. thing. That's a big thing nowadays. If you have to find time. It's it's your home. But the kids are walking in every five minutes, man. So you it's kind of hard to, you know, to keep it erect when you're worried about someone knocking on the door. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have to stop. So, um, yeah, yeah, man, that's a big thing, too, for, for me. Well, nowadays. if your kids saw you and you weren't stopping and you just were like, what's up? How you doing? Yeah. You want this? What, what can I help you with? As you're still fucking her. 
obviously they'd be like, oh, no, dad, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, no, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't do that either. I love my kids, but I would never traumatize them to that end, man. As soon as you lock the door and as soon as you hear somebody, you got to definitely pull Isn't out. Is it traumatizing yourself up. seeing your parents fuck? Dude, I would think so. I would never want to put my kids saying, in that like, position. As a kid, like me being my, myself, like if I saw my parents fuck, I wouldn't want that to happen. Yeah. But if I saw them do it, yeah. I wouldn't be like, holy shit, now I can never like, you know, live my life again. Yeah. I would just see it and go, holy shit, I saw my parents fucking. Yeah. And then just be like, that was nuts. Yeah, your your dynamic with your parents are definitely different than the dynamics I had with my parents. <laughs> I would not know, man. I, I think would they would be more upset. They would be like, holy shit, the kid just saw us fucking. Yeah, yeah. Instead of the kid being like, holy shit, I saw my parents fucking. At, like, what's on what more trauma? To. Like, what's more weirder? I would say definitely the parents, if you care. If you're the type that you just said right now that you're just going to keep jackhammering away while your kids are you're watching, I would definitely think you're comfortable enough. I, right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that <laughs> personally and stuff. Yeah, I, I want to make sure that everything. You everybody... don't even lose strokes. Yeah, like, no, man. You just what keep do you going. want, Yeah. <laughs> I'm just drilling your mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now turn around. Okay, now I'm going to put it in your other hole. Yeah, no. And then your man. wife's just like, yes, t- Janie, tell you what, what do you want from your dad? Exactly. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you, he nuts in her face. All the kids are there. That, right, right, oh, right. Man, yes. Uh, I just gorilla masked your mom while you were here. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. No, man, I would never do anything like that. But I'm, I love my kids, man. I'm just, I would never want to traumatize them, and that's the reason why I'm saying it's so hard nowadays. Because as soon as you hear that, you got to stop immediately. Yes, you know, and then it's hard as a guy when you're going, and then you're almost to the point, and then you have to stop. So now it's like maybe like, you know, after they go to bed, or like before they go to school. It's usually now on a Sunday morning. Uh, maybe a month apart or three weeks apart, dude. That's I've been catching myself doing that a lot. When we do do have relations, it's usually Sunday morning, right? After a Saturday, you know, right? Since I don't drink anymore, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't smoke weed. Yeah, you I don't wake, wake up, up with that hangover. You know, yeah. I usually get up early, go to the gym. But right before I get to the gym, I make to, I make sure to do my cardio right. there with my wife. You know, <laughs> you know, you got to have yeah. both. So yeah, you lift your own uh, muscle. Yeah, exactly. You, you work. Your, your primary muscle out first. Yeah. Then you work all your other muscles after. Exactly. That's your cardio for the day. <laughs> and after that, you're going to go do some, uh, you know, some weight training. Right. Stuff. Of course. So, I yeah. Get it. yeah man. You got You got to be able to do that. Redundant. Gay, gay, lesbian. lesbian. Gay, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have just said gay. Yeah, gay. No, but I was saying earlier what you were saying. I always yeah. dress up as Duffman when I go to these places. Really? They actually, when I went to Stan Lee's uh, last That's time, tight. They, yeah, they put me in their booklet for some reason. It's like, oh, come here. They called me uh, Duffman. Yeah. Latino. Yeah, the Cholo Duffman because I have a lot of <laughs> tattoos and stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's that's good. I don't know if you've seen the uh, Juan Solo. Not yeah. Like, yeah, the Latino version of Han Solo. <laughs> nice, yeah. So, nice. yeah, one of those type of things. It's on the 28th. It should, yeah, Obi-Juan Kenobi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I got it. That's pretty cool, man. Everybody could be called Juan. <laughs> yeah, everyone can be, exactly. Juan Yoda. Juan. <laughs> or Hoda. Hoda. <laughs> With a J yeah. instead of a Y. Hiyota. Yeah. Hijota. Oh, oh man. I don't know. Like uh would you watch Star Wars in Spanish? I, I have I would assume they have it. No. No intentos. Hazlo. O déjalo. 
No hay intentos. Oh, yeah, it's been subtitled in every language. Wouldn't that be cool that? to hear uh, Yoda, like what Yoda sounds like in Spanish? It would be cool. I've never actually seen it, but I'm, because I'm definitely, yeah, they have it. Doesn't Spanish kind of like what English would say jumbles up the order of the word, you yeah. know? So you put, you know, words that would be out of order in English. Yeah. So it's the same thing with Yoda, you know, where he says, like, hmm, I trust you, I will. In Spanish is in the correct way that a sentence should be structured. <laughs> That's the difference of a Spanish Yoda and English Yoda. Yoda. Spanish Yoda's just talking exactly. like, I will trust you. <laughs> yeah, I will trust you. He says everything in the correct order. In the English version, of course, it's all jumbled backwards and stuff. That's the main difference of Spanish Yoda and English like, Yoda. Yoda doesn't talk funny at all. Yeah, what are you talking about, He actually guys? has the, the most husky, most genuine, like the most handsome voice ever in Spanish. <laughs> he sounds like the most interesting man. He's like, oh, hello. Su energía nos rodea a todos. And I think it's Benicio del Toro who does the Spanish version of uh, Yoda, and his grammar is immaculate, I should say. Can yeah. you do that? Can you say some sort of like Yoda phrase in, in Antonio Bender's, you know, sexy Spanish voice? Who, me? Yeah. I'm not that talented, bro. Okay, well, give me a Spanish phrase. Like, say like, um, you know, the force will be with you always in Spanish. <laughs> La fuerza está duro con esta persona. So, like, that would... See, that sounds kind of like sexy Antonio Banderas right now. Well, I do have a great voice, but that, that's the thing. I, I have a great radio voice. It's like, so, yeah. so say it a little slower and a little lower. La fuerza está fuerte con esta persona. Yeah. See? Does that sound yeah, okay? Uh, you just slipped out of your seat, oh, yeah. Daryl. Oh, you're on the floor, Daryl. Get up. <laughs> okay, so so say some more. I'll look up some more Yoda phrases. Oh, this is going to turn out. Let's just go ahead. Sexy just, Spanish. Uh, <laughs> este cuarto está fenomenal. Yeah. It's so fenomenal. <laughs> dude, by the way, I've already told you that painting you have right here is friggin' awesome, dude. Yeah, a lot of people have complimented me on the painting. It's yeah. a, a, a sexy tiger uh, that my grandfather uh, painted. Mm-hmm. He's an artist. It's got the biggest breasts I've ever seen. <laughs> I That's did say the sexiest it's a, it, tiger yeah. I've ever seen. Yes, who wouldn't want to have like a, a tiger with some hot titties? Are those Anna Nicole Smith's breasts in circa 1996? <laughs> They're awesome, brother. That's what I'm saying. I mean, that's when the painting was made. So. Exactly. So yeah, can I say Anna Nicole Smith back in the day was the hottest woman I've ever seen? Hell yeah, dude. Yes, her and Jenny McCarthy in that Candies, uh, you know, pictures that she used to take. Those are the ones that got me through high school most of the time. So really, yeah, man, seriously. I and now she changed her views. It's weird. It's weird when you love somebody and you love them so much, and then they get older, and you find out they're horrible people inside, and you're just like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" My boner just went from uh, midnight to six o'clock. It is weird how, like, I remember back in my uh, early whack days, I did have uh, some, uh, you know, sexy. Uh, you know, not fully nude women, but definitely like women in bikinis. And I think one was Jenny, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny, that's her Jenny. sister. Yeah, yep. that's mm-hmm. Jenny. That's the transsexual version of <laughs> Jenny McCarthy. Jiminy McCarthy. Yeah, that was a transsexual version. You, so you've been into transsexuals now for a long time. Yes, yeah, it was a chick okay. with dick, but yeah. her name was Jiminy McCarthy. Jim McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and she was hot, but like I would definitely like, you know, have those posters in my room and to, you know, a 12-year-old boy, it's totally like, why not? Yeah, what? Totally. And then, obviously, my mom is like, 
hit the whacking begins. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. oh, no, man. Now he's, like, he's in the chicks now. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> well, your dad must have been stoked. Well, yeah. My yeah, because my son like, oh, finally loves women. Thank Good, because we were noted. We were kind of wondering about Daryl for there for a second. <laughs> I'm going to be hanging out in his room uh, for a little bit, too, because yeah. that poster is hot. Exactly. You come into your room. You've never whacked it, but all your sheets are crunchy. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck has been going on in my room? Okay. Uh, here is the first quote from Yoda, but we want it as sexy Antonio Banderas. Oh, okay. But you don't have to say it in the, uh, you know, jumbled up Yoda. Which I can't. Yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. say it. Yeah. Just say it how you would normally say it. When 900 years old you reach, look as you good you will not. In 900 years, you will definitely not look the same as you are <laughs> oh, right yeah. now. But that's in English. I know. I'm trying to read it, man. I'm reading a script. Right. I have to read Here, it in English. You read then I do it. In 900 años, tú no te vas a mirar igual como te miras ahorita. Now you have to say it lower. Oh, I'm and sorry. In 900 años, no te vas a mirar igual como te miras ahorita. Holy crap, dude, I lost the deepness, man. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you know what happened? I coughed. Oh, man, yeah, that's the thing oh, that got me. Coughed, oh, I lost, lost that, I lost like, the sexy phlegm. That frog. The yeah. sexy phlegm, mm-hmm. dude. Ugh, man. Hey. In 900 años, tú no te vas a mirar igual como te miras ahorita. Yeah, see, now, if I heard that Yoda watching the Spanish version of... I would, yeah, be not able to, like, you know handle myself i would just be like oh, oh man, you're definitely handling yoda yourself. he's so sexy <laughs> exactly. oh my god yoda what the fuck which is the name okay. <laughs> we got another quote uh-huh. la mente de mi niño es definitivamente estupendo <laughs> the mind of a child is truly wonderful that's true man holy crap yeah are these truly yoda yeah like, this comes from starwars.com so holy. i mean these quotes have to be true they have to be it's on the internet bro it has yeah. to be true well, I can definitely tell the first one. Yeah. I, I like Yoda. He, he's a cool character, for sure. Okay. <laughs> Who's your favorite Star Wars character? Star Wars character, of course. Oh, man. And I'll be completely honest. Up until like three years ago, I had never seen Star Wars. What? Yeah. And then I watched it, and I actually did become a fan. Um, Han Solo. I'll be honest. It, it might be the, the weird thing to say, but Han Solo is definitely my favorite character. Of course. Of course. That's I mean, he's like the, yeah, the quintessential, like badass yeah yeah, exactly so him yeah and it is one of those like you know you want to think like okay this is a movie he like women probably hate this character you know probably feel that it's like you know misogynistic it's kind of a douche and yeah but then you talk to every woman and they're like oh no like we are totally in he could do whatever he wants and they're totally exactly playing the same role as princess leia where they're like at first, like, oh, yeah, you're so gross, but I still want you bad. <laughs> like the battered wife syndrome and stuff? Yeah, mm-hmm. just treat it's, them as bad it's as the, you want. They yeah. like it. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I think I, I got a dusting of something. I feel like I'm, like, I don't pick up social cues like that. I don't pick up, like, when women, like, are kind of, like, standoffish and, like, at first kind of, like, act like they don't like you very much. Yeah. I take that as, like... Oh, this girl doesn't like me. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then I like stop pursuing and walk away, and then just go like, "Well, that was horrible." Instead of being like Han Solo, where I'm like, "Oh no, she's just playing hard to get." Yeah, I'm gonna just double down and show her that I'm twice an asshole, yeah. and she's just gonna come running. Yeah, <laughs> which is completely not acceptable nowadays. You can't do that now because they would call the cops or they would say that you know. But that's the thing. It it only happens with Han Solo because yeah, deep down, she's into him. Well, his looks, she first of all. She does do the, like, game where it's like, okay, yeah, you're hot, blah, 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 but I'm not going to be, like, that doesn't impress me at first. But then, you know, 
he gets to she gets to know him a little bit more and then she realized like oh he's actually kind of a cool guy yeah. or he's actually not an asshole he just you know plays it like it is <laughs> well of course like you're saying his looks definitely play a huge role in that it because is, if he was not yeah. attractive that would just have ended right there all of this is predicated on they're already into each other physically yeah exactly <laughs> at the end of the day if he's attractive but he's a dick we can work with that right. we can change him exactly. after we get together with him yes it's see if they're not into that, if they don't both think to themselves like, wow, I would totally be into this yeah. if everything else was taken away. Yeah. If that – see, that's the first thing. But after that, then it turns into like, well, is the, like, who is this guy beyond his looks? Guys are more like, is she psycho? Okay, I guess I don't have a lot of time. I got to hit this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it works both ways. But I mean, if you're, if you're a guy and if it's a hot chick or a hot woman, you can definitely put up with the crazy for a while. For a little bit. For yeah. a little bit. After little that, bit. yeah. But for a woman, it looks like she wants to change the guy. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I know he steals all my money. He sold all the wedding ring yeah. that, that I had from my previous marriage, but I can I mean, change him. That's the thing. With Han Solo and Princess Leia, the only thing that she wanted to change was when he was, you know, frozen in cryostasis when he was when he was in carbonite yeah that's when she was like well i want him to be you know human again yeah yeah. (laughs) i need to change him him (laughs) but then after he 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 changed she was like okay be exactly who you are yeah you know i want you to be the badass uh you know smuggler yeah exactly (laughs) i want you to smuggle my poon yeah exactly he's (laughs) rough around the edges i get it yeah Yeah. then we're gonna make kylo ren yeah we are Uh. They called him emo. I mean, if you saw it, he was very emo. E- emo Ren? Yeah, emo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Did, I like the, I like this last one, the episode seven. I did, it was tight. I mean, you got to take it for what it is. It's like watching the movie It. I mean, I think you told me the did same thing. Did you see thing. the new movie? I saw the movie Hell It. I saw yeah, it when it, it came out. It was good, man, for yeah. what it was. I saw the original one after. That thing was uh, cheesy AF, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, was. I was just like, wow, man. I was like halfway through it. And I'm like, can I change it now? But I wanted <laughs> to get through it. I forced myself to get through it. It's the wow. true difference between what a you know movie would be yeah. versus what a made for TV movie would be. <laughs> Which was, was that the case? Was it a made yes, for TV movie? Okay, it was. so now I get it. So now I understand. It was the, a the... six like it was a six hour mini series okay. broken into like yeah two hour parts. Now I or understand. Like three, yeah, it was at least two parts. Okay, but now I understand the budget for the for mm-hmm. the uh, spider at the end. Yes, which was I'm pretty sure it was like what like seven dollars. Oh yeah, in today's money it would be what like thirty two dollars. It was that? at least. Yeah, at least. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, I think they paid. I think they overpaid, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like they, uh, you know, maybe got the spider from, uh, you know, Eight-Legged Freaks or something. Yeah. You know, they, you know, they got a hand-me-down monster. They were on the <laughs> Warner Brothers back lot and they just found it outside. Yeah. They're like, you know, we can reuse this. Yeah. <laughs> what is, what's in this room that we could use? We there needed, we go. We needed an extra $30 to pay John Ritter's salary for this movie, you <laughs> right? know? Yeah. So we're going to have to, you know, kind of get Because I'm pretty sure back yeah. then it was a Harry Anderson Priest company. working for free, man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we got John Ritter. Come on. That's, we got to pay at least $300 for yeah. him to appear. Okay. So now, like, who do you think is going to be cast as the adults in part two? They're talking about Brandy Chastain. Uh, yeah, spo- spoiler alert, guys. Uh, there's a part two coming. Yeah, but they're talking about Brandy Chastain and... Um, she's like, going to be the girl. She's going to be the redheaded Beverly. girl. Beverly. Yeah, and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Ah. Yeah, I heard that on... He's uh, going to be playing Bill? Yeah, the, the lead character. Right. Yeah, so I just went on because I go on Nerdist and all these other that'll websites. That would be a, that'll be a cool, cool get. Yeah, if they can. You know. And now the fat kid will have to be another you know cool leading man type guy, too. Yeah. Because... 
in the story. Because he was John Ritter in the yeah. original. So, you, yeah, with a beard. So he's got to be at least John Ritter or be- better. With a beard, though. Yeah, oh, that yeah. takes it up a with, couple notches. With yes. a beard. With a beard, bro. If you remember. Shit. Wow, yeah. dude. Yeah. But it, when I saw the movie It, I kind of felt sorry for the fat kid because, come on, man. He was the one who was in love with Beverly. I know. And I thought he – and in the original, he does end up getting her because he loses weight and then they come back of or course. whatever. Yeah, but in, in that movie, he ends up kissing the other kid. You said Bill, right? Yes. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh man, why can't the fat kid get some love, dude? Maybe like, that's yeah. the thing we, we're building it up for. Like, oh yeah, he gets nagged or you know looked past in this set mm-hmm. part of the story, but later it's because there's a bigger payoff at the end, which could work into the plot because it's like that was his turning point. Like he didn't See, get her, and she knew he didn't like her because maybe he was overweight, and that was the moment that he changed his life. He he joined Fitness 19. Yes, you know he started eating salads. See, that's the yeah. thing that I can't like. I'm gonna be sad for is this kid who played that fat kid, the actor. He's gonna have this stamped forever in time as. Hey, remember that movie where you like you know had your big old fat titties out for yeah, half of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I, yeah. you were a fat kid, and now he's gonna be like that Jerry O'Connell type of guy, where like you know he's gonna use this as stand a by stand me. by me moment, exactly. where he's gonna be like, "Oh, I'm not gonna be that guy anymore. I can't be the it fat kid. I gotta be the leading man hunky guy, yeah. or I'm gonna kill myself." The truffle <laughs> shuffle syndrome, yep. I guess you could say. Yeah, <laughs> another great movie, The Goonies. But that's the thing: the guy that did truffle shuffle, he he didn't go become that hunky guy. He went and later like became like a lawyer or something like that. Yeah. And, like, left the business. I think it was because everybody wanted him to do the truffle shuffle stuff. Yeah, that happens all the time. He would come into an audition, and he's probably ripped. Now he's okay looking. Can you do the truffle shuffle? It's the first thing that comes out of their mouths. And he's like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. Do you think think the judge still does it? Like, do you think they'll still be like, hey, man, uh, Goonies never die, right? Yeah. (laughs) Which, uh, a young Josh Brolin as well? Yeah. He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand. Yeah, he's cool. Now he's, he's going to be the cool new Cable fun, yeah. in uh, Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's one of the things. Yeah. If you remember, I don't know, speaking of Josh Brolin, do you ever remember a movie called Thrashing? Uh, a skateboard movie? Yes. Yeah, he was the lead character in there too as well. I don't know why that just popped into that's my head. Tight. We're talking about Josh Brolin. That's a great movie as well. The Warriors. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know, we could go another hour just talking about old movies <laughs> that we want to watch. B- that BMX movie. Rad. Rad, that yeah. one as well. Rad so was yeah. tight. Yeah, man. Uh, but we can go on forever on that topic. That's enough. I think we can safely say that's been enough of a, of a podcast. Yeah, how much do we have? <laughs> At least two hours. Holy crap, dude. I don't yeah. know if it's all getting in, but... No, it can't all get in. But whatever's in, is definitely been a thin slice of heaven with me and Anthony Mojica. Thank you, thank you. Do you want to uh, plug any of your social media or just whatever? Toner Charmer across the board. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, blackpeoplemeet.com. Hit me up, Toner Charmer. And I think it's Toner Charmer 1 on Twitter now. So, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, All right, guys. And also uh, follow me at This Comics Life and The D Stories. And you can also write me at ThisComicsLifePod at gmail.com. Or follow me at The New Podcast. If it's out yet, hopefully it is. If it isn't, just listen and just just hopefully you'll, you'll find it someday. And it's going to be the You're Such a Sex in the City podcast with me and April Lotshaw. The famous April Lotshaw. It's going to be great. We're going to be following each episode of Sex and the City one by one, and we're going to have guests, and we're going to have a lot of different bits, such as uh, the gayest thing we've thought, 
the biggest douche award, and who you boning. Yep, those are just some of the segments that are going to be on this podcast. So guys, check it out, and I will give you the links and dates and all those uh, details when they come out. So just just follow and uh, stay tuned. If you like Sex and Steady, uh, you're going to love the show. Yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, until next week, let's uh, follow uh, me. And you, of course, have been listening to. This coming.